Are you ready? That's my Robo Macho Man Ranger Savage. Hello. Smoking Tire Podcast. See how you just turn it on there? You go from basically comatose to energetic for the show. Just like that. What's happening, people? Sparkles. Ah, sparkles. Fucking video. The gear. Every day it's a new thing. (laughs) Every day we have a new system, but today we can celebrate because we have new internet. That's right, folks. 300 down, 20 up. That means live streaming is coming soon. Not today, but soon. More importantly, today... Uh, Tyler Hoover from Hoover's Garage. Welcome, sir. Howdy. Thank you for having me. From Wichita, Wichita, Kansas? Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, yes. Kansas. If you can't, so let's hear that accent. Wichita, Wichita, Kansas. Kansas. That's brilliant. Wichita, we got space. Wiki, wiki, Wichita. Uh, where, as it, as it turns out, you can uh, amass a collection of between 10 and 14 vehicles. He's not actually sure. No, if you count, <laughs> then that's the first step in admitting there's a problem. Yes. Right. Counting. Yes, um, I don't count. You just have some. I have some. Based on just what I can see on, on your website, which uh, Timmy has pulled up for us there. Boom! Yeah. Like that for the video, folks. It's, we say it, and there it is. You've got, I see a 911. Oh, look at that SL. My first car. Oh, that SL. Still the, have it. Do you have that? Is that the, got the tight little Euro bumpers Correct. on it? Correct. That's the Euro 500 SL. My. Those wheels alone look like they are... Are those the real? Are they the real deal? Uh, they are the real deal Pentas. I found them a long Sick. time ago. Yeah, those Sick. wheels look too tough for that car. They're fire. <laughs> you true. ever seen one of those with the Euro body kit on it and shit? Mm-hmm. It looks oh, it's yeah. the best. I have the AMG front spoiler on it as well, but uh, that was actually my grandmother's car. She got it new, and then she gave it to me when I was sixteen. It's my first car. I still have it. What uh, thirty-one what is that? A five five liter. V8, it's a fi- aluminum. Yeah. Five sixty or five? Is it no, five hundred? It's a five hundred. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a Europe only model? Correct. Yeah, I thought you did the Euro bumpers. It came that way. Uh-huh. That's baller as fuck. Yeah. How did how did your grandmother get it my, in Kansas? It was my dad. She wanted a Chrysler LeBaron, which would have been oh a, a woman of a woman of taste. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was like, uh, hell no. He wanted something that he could sneak out and drive on the weekends. He's in his early twenties. And so he does the whole gray marker order form with the fastest car, the limited slip, the ABS, the spoiler, everything, and goes black on black. And she takes a look at the order form, doesn't know any of the mechanical options, but looks at the colors and goes, no. So there's white on navy blue. And he was so offended by the colors, he never drove it. So it's the fastest production Mercedes of the year in grandma colors. We got the 560 what? in America, but the Euro 500s were actually faster. Yep. I bet you white on blue at the time was pretty much dealer poison i worked you're you're in a dealer family you uh, come from a family of dealers well really just me but uh, uh yeah i i meant you're growing well, did, from you did, down what did your dad do that his parents trusted him like oh pick a car for us uh well at the time he was a geologist they were all in the oil business and about that time was when the oil business tanked so they got the mercedes right before things went really downhill in the mid 80s uh it's a gray market import, though. Right. Because I didn't even know you could get that here at the time. That's like, what, was that pre-laws? They slammed the door in 1985 on that. Okay. And that's when those... So it has got to be rare here. All you needed was a used car dealer's license to import new Mercedes from Germany. You'd buy it from the dealer direct there and then import it and then resell it. And obviously, the door needed to be closed on that because the big franchise dealers were just getting robbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that was the end of gray market. But uh-huh. you got a rare... How many miles are on that thing? 137,000 now. It's fresh. It looks nice. It is. Yeah. yeah. I, amazingly, I didn't do anything stupid with it. I thought about like 
when I remember being 16 and thinking about painting the Burlwood yellow for some reason. And I did have some Burlwood yellow. Yeah. How glad are you that you didn't do that? Oh, well, I had some modern AMG wheels on it before that I'd put that were staggered that really didn't look right on the car, but it was perfect for a high schooler trying to show off. Nothing goes with navy blue like yellow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. You're on like the Lakers. You know, who, uh, wait, how old are you, Tyler? 31. Okay. So you're, you're all right. So I understand in high school that would have been, an appropriate thing to do. Right. Painting the about that period. Yes, pimp my rides yes. on TV. 100%. Right. Yes, all 100%. those shows, the overhaulings. You would the, have been on yeah. trend yeah. had you done it. Boy, are you lucky you're not on trend. Yeah. Tim, all those pictures of LeBarons. Are just, can you just bring over that whole screen? Just don't even finish the search. And I, used, what. I used to ride to school. <laughs> the, whole, the whole screen of LeBarons. How, is, you could have been in a fucking LeBaron, my friend. Well, funny enough, I actually have a LeBaron now Do you? as well. I got the wood panels. Is that Mark one Cross of the edition. 14? Yes. Is it like that LeBaron? Is it like the John Voight from Seinfeld that's, LeBaron? That's actually the exact car. I don't know how you came up with that in Google, but that's I bought your that car? guy from that guy. He, <laughs> if you look at the picture... <laughs> If no you look way. at the picture, he's called the LeBaron Baron, and he had 22 of them. Oh, this Look at is... all the cars behind it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I saw he's this on Reddit. LeBaron. Was there a thread on Reddit that you it bought was... one of the guy? The guy was selling all of them or something? It was everywhere. Yeah, he was unloading his collection of wood-paneled <laughs> LeBarons. He's the LeBaron Baron? Is they that called him the LeBaron twice? Baron, yes. Be, I am LeBaron. I called he him should up just and... be the Baron. But he, LeBaron, he yeah, is LeBaron. That's the saying. Right, right. You can't... What's <laughs> the movie Airheads? You're, you're lone. <laughs> the, the Lone Rangers? Yeah. You can't pluralize Lone Ranger. <laughs> yeah, it, so actually, that's yours. Um, it, it, he had a lot of them, so that, <laughs> but it's the same guy. But I told him I wanted one with no rust. That was my only thing. I was like, it can be fine. I just don't want one with rust. This thing showed up. The floors are gone. I it's mean, if mess. you can't trust the Baron, I who could, can? You? It wasn't no so, rust, no termites. It's <laughs> it's a basket case. It's it's done. Oh well, yeah. I mean, in fairness. Even the world's best LeBaron is an utter pile of shit. It, true, true. But I got a Which great... Which would be a, TC that's by, it. a Chrysler TC by Maserati. The one on the oh, left man, the with the wheel. Continental body kit is what it called. <laughs> oh, the yeah. tire? The tire He kit. called me up and he said, hey, I found some rust on the floor pans and I got your check. And I saw... But I found a little rust. Is, it, is that okay? He's like, well, not really. He's like, well, you've, I've already got the money and it's sort of an as-is sale. I just found it. But I tell you what, I'll throw in the rest of that Continental kit for the rear of your car just to, just to make up for it. <laughs> hey, I'll give I mean, you, okay, let about, me give you herpes while I'm yeah, it's like, like rust is usually like a thousand dollar LeBaron. Okay, it's fine. Whatever, just get it here. So w- now you have it. Now what? I made a video. I just I <laughs> I don't know what I. It's it's definitely my weirdest video yet because I basically recreated the Ricardo Monteblon Chrysler commercial with oh, it. Oh, the, the fine Corinthian leather. leather. Yes, it doesn't but, have Corinthian leather, does it? it has, it's Mark Cross edition, so the designer. <laughs> Yeah. Who I, the fuck is Mark Cross? Apparently some designer in the 80s like uh, like uh, what Timmy, were those can you look up who Mark Cross LeBaron is? Who, who, it was like M-A-R, a leather Is it bags? like M-A-R-C? They're still around. It's yeah. <laughs> it's, they like make me leather bags. Dude, you need to find a, a Chrysler TC by Maserati. Yes, I would do that. That car is the one you know you know these things right i, it, I haven't seen one in a very it's long got time. like a maserati landau roof and a slightly smaller grill and opera windows on a LeBaron. it's just the saddest the pillow top seats the do it for me and you can get you can get a manual transmission one that's the other thing it's just like can you really they exist in yes. america or yes. europe only yes there was one for sale recently somewhere Fuck i saw off. it was look like, at that seat bro yep. it does Mark look Ross. better wow that's a seat 
<laughs> it's very comfortable. It's more comfortable than the than the Mercedes for sure. But yeah, it drives. That looks like, like crap. my grandfather's chair that had thirty years of cigar smoke in it. That's perfectly aged. You know how much people pay to get that collar? I to know. Get that cigar yeah, massage look? tan for sure. That's like thousands of dollars. Someone would yeah. pay for that look. If you had a Ferrari two fifty Lusso. Wouldn't you want the, that exact color leather in that chair? I felt yeah. like there was such a, di- a disparity back then between the, the design of like the soft, like soft touch, like the interior of the seats and the tuck and roll on the side. Right. And then you turn your head and you look at the steering wheel and it's like a rectangle. It's like an '80s Atari game, but <laughs> yeah. over here is like '60s Rat Pack kind we, of stuff. We oh, haven't even that. covered. Oh, we haven't even covered the best part of the car yet, and that's the EVA system, the Chrysler talking computer oh, that says. No. What does it say? You turn on the car. It says, please fasten your seatbelts. Oh, fuck me. When you fasten, fasten your seatbelt, it says, thank you for everything you do. <laughs> if you turn, if the headlights need to be on, you turn them on. It says, thank you. It, th- it thanks you for everything. Your oil pressure is low. Prompt service is required, you know, if the thing stalls out. And it's we like, did yeah. such dumb things when computers were new. We were just like, hey, check it out, check it out what you can do, and just put it in the car. Dude, you're th- put it in drive. Thank you for your gear selection. You want to be like, fuck, it would make you so mad. But people were so excited about computers and that ability. Yes. Do you remember, was it, I believe it was the Lincoln Town Car from the 80s, the, the Your Door is Ajar? Yes. That's, for, that's Lincoln Town Car, that, right? That was, that was the Chrysler's. Uh, was it Chrysler's yeah, also? I think, yeah, but... Uh, your actually, Door is Ajar. They actually, your Door is Ajar. <laughs> they actually got the voice from the Speak and Spell from Texas Instruments, oh. that toy. So it's the same voice. And I, this is this is the dumbest video I've ever done, where I decided to recreate the young Frankenstein with the talking EVA system. So I'm out there doing the song and dance and hit the car, and it, yeah, it talks. Just, uh, yeah. Thank uh, you. Poor Doug watched that, and he messaged me like, "What the?" F-? That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, if you can make Doug go, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. Chrysler LeBaron. Okay, so we should we should we just like work our way through your collection of shit boxes? Uh, <laughs> There's some well, good ones. No, there are some good ones. Well, he drove. He bought a C36. I saw. Yeah. You wanted to. You basically said you wanted to be a. Do you wanted to fit in in Monterey? Well, yeah. It was 50th anniversary of AMG, and I just wanted something that fit into what I do and what was going on out there. And it turned out I had the only C36 at Legends of the Autobahn. I parked right next to. A, the R63, the Mercedes <laughs> minivan. That's yeah. only like 200 they're, of those. They're great. Yeah. So you ever drive one of them? No. Uh-uh. Timmy, did that picture come up? That's a beautiful press photo of the C36. Yeah. Looks just like Look it. at that. What happened there? Oh, there it is. Um, that's a fucking great picture. It's a nice car, too, for for 5000 bucks or whatever you paid for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Look at how much metal construction has changed in like 20 years like now we have flame surfacing like they could write your name in metal crease right now if they wanted to and this is just like slab 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 but like a slight rake to it to the hood that's and that's sort that of, kind by, of, that's sort of by choice well, it's a I, good looking that's a good looking crane shot there. that's the best simpler. angle yes that's a good angle right there it's a that's a good looking car and it's so cool because the c36 is like the inline six one like mm-hmm. it sounds like an m3 kind of it doesn't really sound like a typical amg car how many? Uh, how much horsepower did that car have? Uh, like two eighty six, something like that. It was based off the because it was like one hundred ninety horsepower inline so six engine. American M three owners were like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah, but automatic. The totally, auto so. man. I'll tell you yeah, what. And we good. learned a lesson today. So today, you know, these the one take shoots. You know how they get their streaks, right? Like I don't choose. I schedule people based on like, oh, today I'm booking November second, whatever, and streaks just happen. Today, accidentally, completely unintentionally. 
proven by the fact that you brought a completely different car than you were going to bring. By accident, yeah. By accident. And uh, we ended up today being vintage AM, uh, vintage Mercedes day. Ooh. So, like, I had my SL up there, but I drove an E500. I drove his C36. And then this dude brought out a CLK430 coupe, the roundy ones, the kind of good-looking mm -hmm. ones. But he did a six-speed swap in it. Changed the game. Wow. Completely changes the game. The car becomes, like, really nice to drive. Yeah. And uh, you took you had a go in it, too, didn't yes, you? Wasn't excellent. it nice? Excellent, yeah. It mm -hmm. completely changes, like, the character of the engine, and everything is, like, different out of a crossfire. And that's something you could still do back then, because when we were talking to Dieter about swapping modern Mercedes and things, yeah. he's like, no way. Yeah, There's no, too it's many not happening. No, he said what he had to do was basically trick the engine into thinking it was in neutral the whole time. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. I don't know how to do <laughs> that, amazing. but, like, it really changes the, 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 complete, the dynamic of the car completely. Yeah. You can actually go way faster in it. Just because you're like in the right gear, it's great. Because before those things have what's the five speed slush box with the yeah, it was a five yes. sp five speed auto, the, the same one I have in the pattern. SL. It's yeah. like yeah, it's I mean, very it's durable but not sporty at not all. Sporty, no, yeah. but mm -hmm. the having the we he the guy who did it um, was uh, you'll see the video. He you know he was wondering about the limits of it with power because he wants to put the 55 motor in now because that's an it's a that's an easy swap too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, it was a gearbox was out of a crossfire the clutch. Is also crossfire. Right. The bell housing he made did he make it? He made an adapter or something? I, that I sounds like me. a combo that's ready for power. That's just like, I don't know. Yeah, right. I made this adapter crossfire. Yeah. I don't know. The the four point three is only two hundred and seventy five horsepower. So that's not that bad. Yeah. Like and actually that, with the manual, it really makes well good use of the two hundred seventy-five horsepower. You actually because you end it's up like right ratio. You just stuff. in your automatic car, like how often are you just like at the top of the power band? Like not that often. No. So it's shifting, especially because your car, with his car with the six would be like like butter. Right, because they like to scream up at that red line. They'll just yeah, because at the top of the at the top, it sounds really good yeah. too. It's a nice car, and uh, for his his has two hundred and ten k on it, and still it's still held up real nice. It's nice. Good. Yeah, it's Very good. Nice. The, they built that car well. Um, Nine years Mercedes. Uh, we we were talking because the the E five hundred today was another car. Mercedes in the nineties like shuttled cars back and forth between plants, like the the five hundred to the Porsche factory back and forth, and then his car up the road to the AMG factory back and forth. They were just like shuttling like cars who around. Built what? Yeah. Like, they'd build complete 280s and then truck them up the road and pull the motors out and put these stroker motors in. Pretty much. They weren't making money. No, they no were way. losing so much money. Same with that S-Class back then because they spent a billion dollars developing that S-Class. And actually, after 1995, they cheapened it up. Yeah. Because they, had, they just couldn't go that high with the materials for the price. The... Uh those don't, did you have one of those two that S class? Yeah. Or you have the older. You have one. You have 80s S class or 90s S class. Which one? I've do had you both, have? but I don't. And now have one you right have now. the 07 S class. Correct. An S class man. But tell me, this, tell Zach the story of the S class. The one current. The one? current one. Yeah. Oh, that was a Christmas Day find posted on a forum, and the guy had toasted the motor. It was actually his son was a boat mechanic. And they thought they could patch a radiator on a car that cost $160,000 new. It was a 2007 Mercedes S600, the I V12 bi turbo. And he cooked it, killed it. They put it up on the forums for ten grand, And I got him down to 4500 Was there the next day with the trailer, hauled it back. Uh, motor was 4500 <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be a huge it's motor. It's worth it just for the seats. 
you know, oh. just for like, just for the in, to put the interior in like a Chevelle. <laughs> well, that that was the thing. He was like, uh, you know, I think he said the roof panel sells for forty five hundred bucks because yeah, it's got the panorama roof. Out. Yeah, I was like, okay, forty five hundred sounds good. And he's like, okay, that was <laughs> that was it. Uh, yeah, and then just going through that was actually my video, my first one to go viral was documenting that. It was the one year ownership report of that and how much I had spent fixing it and going through and showing the features and and that kind of stuff and. It's got close to 3 million views now, which is pretty nuts. Wow. Good for you. I, that, that was an accident because I was supposed to film a buddy's Ferrari 355, and then he canceled because it was a 355 and it broke. That's oh. what they do. Did you get to drive a 355 eventually? No, I still haven't yet. Really? I've driven oh, a 348 pe- and a 360. Pester the guy. It's better than both of those. Yeah. Yeah. 348s aren't as bad as people say they are. Never like um, the styling of this S class in, inside super comfortable. Yeah, but for like quick. ten Gs, oh, bro, sure. that's fucking fire. Uh, yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, forty five hundred dollars. And, and what'd you do? You just had to. You yeah, to, put the motor and then yeah, put it in. So it. yeah, I mean, it was it was like fourteen thousand all in or something like that. Still great. And I mean, yeah, that's the, a twin turbo twelve. Is that a complicated engine? I mean, even though you presume, did you take you took it out yourself? I uh, no no, that's out of my league. I don't have any of the equipment to. Yeah, way okay. out of my league. Oh, okay. So you had it done. Correct. So had, okay. All I right. spent like another forty five hundred bucks going through replacing the radiator, doing with with the motor. So it just seemed to be an even number. That's the car right there. Yes. That's my car. Those wheels are fuego. Those are good wheels. Land yacht, but like that's a a, a good one. What a, what a delightful automobile, though. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. It gets twenty miles per gallon on the highway. I just took it. Took it on a road trip not too long ago. Doesn't that thing still use the same five speed? It's yes. they all <laughs> ancient, ancient. Yeah, wow. but yes. that's like the only trans they had. They could hold the torque up until uh, the newest stuff. Now right. they have like proper gearboxes to do. That's a pretty car though. My dad had a five hundred of that vintage that I liked a lot, but it was broken a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the profile is okay, but I've never liked the headlights. I just thought they were really weird. And then and then when they came out of that and they went to like the CLS, you know, the four door coupe type thing. It, it put it all together. You know, the funny thing, after putting it all together and sorting it out, See, look flawless how, how much you for think, two years. Pull that picture up, Timmy. How much do you think they charge for that color interior? That's fucking alligator. That shit is that Oh, shit my is God. Fresh. Whoa, there's alligator everywhere. It's alligator. Dashboard. <laughs> That's fucking hot, dude. That looks like some Brabus or like darts, you know, or one of them Eastern European guys. That's, I mean, that's pretty sick, though. If you if you had a really great year selling yachts in Miami, right? You pull up in that, you know, or like you own remember, all. You all know the who gun I'm thinking stores. of? The guy. You remember the guy from the thing? Yeah, I'm sorry to do, do this. That's a horrible thing to do on a podcast. There is a. We met a, a guy doing a thing who was the perfect embodiment of that fucking hmm. interior. It, I was in Germany uh, a wow. couple of years ago with Rob Ferretti, and we went to the Gimbala factory. You know, the wide, not known for restraint. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say that while I, I thought the cars were absolutely heinous looking, they were, I mean, obviously. When but you go to an art supply store and you see 80 pens on the wall, and you're like, who uses all these colors? Dude, Gimbala. Timmy, pull up Gimbala uh, Cayenne interior. Their interior work was incredible. I mean, it was like these crazy weaves of like leather. Oh, yeah, right. that. Look at that. That, that could be the exact, exact car. The quilting and the the leather work and the stitch. There must have been a dozen materials. I mean, it was granted it was a bit like you know overload and st- overstyled, mm-hmm. but like the the work, the, the execution well. was ridiculous. Quilted door sills are nice. Yeah. I saw a I want to say two eighty SL parked on the street the other day that had 
what looked like a whole new interior with quilted door sills. So I was like, ooh, that's very well. Yeah. I um, did a quilted uh, re- upholstery of my NSX. I, I, well, you're NSX. Do you 92. But nice. That, and this, I'm just going to sound like a douche because I keep saying I have so many cars. I have a Cayenne 2. <laughs> I have a 2004 <laughs> Cayenne Turbo that I got for oh. 6500 bucks. Is it? Does it work properly? Yes. It's awesome. Fine. Wait, yeah. so you have to. Wow. We, Tim, you got to pull that picture up. This this interior, dude. We're talking about the Panda because you actually had a Silver Arrow SL with the Panda. Yeah, I sold it to my old dealership. Yeah. I make fun of the Panda interior, but that is the ultimate Panda. That's fucking brutal. Wait, so you also have an 04 Cayenne Turbo? Correct. Um, does it have the notorious good. transmission issue? Sorry, dude. I don't know. I just yours is good. It, it's been fine for four or five thousand miles in the last four or five He's, months. I drive the. How many miles did you buy it with? One hundred and forty-ish. It's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. That's a lot. There it is, right there. The 04 Cayenne Turbo. Yeah, mine has the. Yeah, that has the wheels. It's black on black. Yeah, I came out of Florida and actually, I had Tavares go pick it up for me. Freddie, with yeah, we know in, in Florida, and he has been back a guest home. before. Yeah, we I towed it, uh, towed a jeep through the Colorado mountains with it. Took it off roading. They're actually really the, the first gen Cayennes have the off roading hardware on them. They're pretty good off roading. Yeah, put the yeah. right tires on them. Yeah, the suspension is really adjustable. It gets yeah. up high. And they took all that out for the second gen cars uh-huh. because uh, nobody went off road. They <laughs> no. wanted to make yeah. them lighter. No, they're they're super heavy. It's like the same weight as an Escalade for yeah. like a midsize SUV, just because they put so much crap in it. But my pops bought one when they were new, and I remember what, taking that thing out like the first day and, and, and hitting like 160 <laughs> on the freeway. So much like, power back then. So yeah. Twin Turbo V8, right? It was, that was so like, fast. Very yeah. few people had yeah, that. Yeah, still very fast. Um, <laughs> the depreciation. Was yes, so that's crazy. what's so great. Is you got it for 6,500. I think you got a ton wow. of car. Yeah, it's well, a ton of cars. It's it. That's sort of my thing with you know. There's a lot of YouTubers. They have a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or something like that. And I think this is a lot more fun just to have a fleet. Even if I sold them all off, I probably, I know I couldn't afford one of those. But it's just a fun. Well, I'll tell you variety what, where mm-hmm. you live and you this you know you've got a, a shop and a, and a house and presumably with a nice garage. You got a lot of space in Wichita. Yes, having a bunch of cars is not a uh, a burden as much out there. What's, it's what's your tough. plan with the Cayenne? Like just drive I, I it and, go and do to, a video or two, or do you have like you just, have so many things from luxury to LeBaron, and you know do you have like listen? I don't want to hear you them? saying these things about the fucking LeBaron. All right, <laughs> LeBaron is is and will always be a luxury vehicle. <laughs> you know the the plan is usually with the cars. If I like it, it's like a it's like a long term ownership test that you'd see in magazines like you know Auto Week or whatever right. it used to do. Only they're old. <laughs> Look at that, jeez. That's what I need to Tim, do. That's back, what I'm doing right pull there. Pull up that last one. Yeah, that, that the orange, real, the real pretty one. Yeah, <laughs> not not the snow drift. That's what I'm doing to it, <laughs> dude. Ugh. So what's the what's the plan? Just to just do your basically so your own long term test. If I like it, then I keep it a year. If I don't, usually six months. They kind of filter their way out, and I get them cheap enough to where usually when I fix the things that break and all that stuff, I sell them for what I have in it at least, or make it. You know, I could probably get eight grand for that thing. I would I would think. Um, but you know, so I don't lose a whole lot of money, and I get you know, and I get videos out of it, and well, you get the you get the experiences and, yeah. of owning yeah. them. And I mean, if you enjoy, you know, the act of of dealing with the, the stuff and wrenching a bit and whatever, that sounds great. Yeah. Do you wrench on these at all? Someone asked what the difference is between wrenching on German cars versus American. 
Uh, metric system? <laughs> well, <laughs> wrong, wrong wrench. The, the standard wrench is really, they, they went to metric on the American cars, you know, whatever, after the 80s or something like that. So it, it's not, it, everything's very well put together and, and easy to figure out, but there's a lot more crap in the way. You just got to take all this stuff out of the way to get to something versus American cars just there's right the there. But then getting that one bolt that's rusted because it's an old American car, it just it makes you want to kill yourself. So it, it's a trade-off. Parts are obviously more expensive, and there's a lot more to go wrong inside of there. But they're they're very well built and usually well thought out. There's there's exceptions, of course, to everything. But I've heard the mid-engine Porsches, like the Boxsters and Caymans, are just, if you're not prepared to drop the engine out of the <laughs> bottom, like just forget it. Right. But I'm not, I'm the I'm the wrong person to answer that. Um, that Cayenne though, if it's working for you, uh, there was I think they were known for like turbo issues and transmission issues. If you have one that works, you got the good one. Yeah. So sixty five hundred. Yeah. That's the pre. That car was like one hundred and twenty new. <laughs> Amazing. That's how hard great. is it to sell to resell some of these? Like, do you do you notice a difference in how quickly you can sell one of your little projects afterwards? Um, it's been easy ever since the YouTube channel because people want it. And so I haven't right. had to list a car for a while because somebody just says, hey, I, I want it. I message them back and sell it to them versus, wow. you know, after being in the car business for 10 years and having to hustle with Craigslist and Auto Trader and everything else and 9 out of 10 people just totally wasting your time in the car business, it's it's different. I'm totally spoiled now. But oh, the, the number of people who waste your time, oh. both when you're buying or selling a car, Oh, my God. Is it worse, do you think, when you're selling? I think it's worse when you're selling a normal car. Selling an enthusiast car, especially like, you know, Zach's got an E46 M3. You go to sell an E46 M3, the people may think they're like, at, they may be like at-home mechanics or they've researched all the forms or whatever, but at least the people who are coming want an E46 M3. Mm. When I was selling my minivan, it would be like I had an Odyssey, like an 08 Odyssey, and people be like, well, I could get a caravan for $3,000 less. And it's like, bitch, go get a caravan. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a Honda Odyssey. You don't understand. This is the Rolls Royce of minivans. You know, it becomes a fucking whole big thing. It's, I think it's harder to sell a normal car, right? Yes, unless you're pretty much giving it away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. And especially, I don't know, it seems just like the same out here in California versus Kansas. There's just so many used car dealers out there. You know, if you just if you can't basically get a chokehold on them while you're there, then then they're gone. Yeah. And it, it's 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 a mess. I mean, it, it's a tough business to be in. I've got a lot of respect for the guys that stuck it out because I didn't I didn't survive. But the the main problem was this. Obviously, I'm like the drug dealer doing too much of his own stuff. I'd go to the auction, buy things. I'm like, I'm going to keep that one. You know, figure and, out you know. what to do with that later. Right, yeah. right. I can't. Uh, the auction seemed, that that looks like my exact minivan. The auction seemed like a, uh, a real dangerous place to be allowed to go. I feel like if I had a, a big spot in the Midwest to keep a bunch of shit and an auction, a, a dealer license to go to the I'd end up with crap. Who fucking knows? Yeah, that's that's exactly what happens. At, at VIR, in, there was a parking lot there with like 25 Crown Vicks. I don't know why. Maybe it's their school Probably cars or whatever. It's a stunt driving school or oh, something like that. Or, or yeah. PD school, but I just saw those and it was like, yeah, if you have space, you could have like four of those for you and your friends to crash into each yeah, other. Yeah, like remember Pablo could... Escobar built himself a right. rally cross <laughs> course and <laughs> some Peugeots and shit with numbers sure. on the side of them. Like, I saw Narcos. I saw that shit mm -hmm. happen. No, it was in the book, too. 
Um, or like dirt bikers, if the, the ones that can, they'll build a track around their house and then jump their house. Like that yeah. makes perfect sense. <laughs> Deegan, Brian Deegan, Deegan it, built uh, the rally stage in his, in his place in uh, Temecula. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes sense, you know? Yeah. Can, can we, can we buy a, get an estate in Kansas and, uh, and build a rally stage? That oh, sounds yeah. like a good yeah, idea. Yeah. You could get a small house with 10 acres for under 200 grand. Easy. 10 acres yeah. to me says special stage. That's yeah. do, that's doable. Yeah. Ryan Samanchik's house is on six, and he like remember he, he jumps his car at his house. Oh yeah, we were talking about him uh, earlier uh, today. The born a car, uh, the from drive, and uh, he built our rally car My that life turned is into a, rally a race car. Um, yeah, see, look at that. Go to that special stage there, Timmy. That that yeah, that little stadium thing. That appears to be. I'm gonna go four, maybe four or five acres for that, right? It's like like a hole and a half of a golf course. It's great. You can have a joker lap and a jump lap. This is just smart. This is just smart this money. Is just smart. <laughs> it's smart money. It's good for your health. God ain't making any more of it. <laughs> we could buy a we could buy that a piece of dirt that size in Nevada for ten thousand dollars for sure. I could probably trade a SL five hundred straight up for, for for that plot of land in Nevada. But then, but then everyone has to buy their own airstream. Yeah. All right. I'm not dealing with that. Everyone's gonna drop their own trailer. You need two just air invite, conditioners. Per. Like we could just call it like car YouTuber land, and just build it and invite all you know Demuro and all these people. Just here, just here's a thing. Plop down your trailer. Do stuff. Make here. yourself at home. Enjoy. Please don't sue me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> big, a big or not NDA. A big uh, liability sheet. But we kind of discussed this that like the videos where I went to the track with my cars. People didn't watch it. Nope. Uh, so racetrack like, videos suck. Unless you're destroying the car, pretty much, and yep. you know, on some <laughs> kind of thing, then then they're not they're not interested. I'll tell you what, they'll watch though. Matt Farah jumps Fiesta over Doug Demuro's airstream. <laughs> yeah, they would watch that. <laughs> yeah, that's where I went. You know, my when I go to the track, I you know I love going to the track, and and with a, in a lot with a lot of cars, I'd rather have a track video or whatever than a road video, but they don't do as well. Nope. I mean. Maybe, I, I I haven't done the math on Harris's videos. Did Harris's track videos? Because he does road drives, but a lot of his are both though. Yeah, like a lot of his videos start on the road and, and then, then go, go to, to the, the tracks. Track, yeah, so you can talk about yeah. both things. God, England and their fucking race tracks. It's so I'm I'm so jealous. England has the most race tracks per square mile or whatever per capita. Or something. Per ca- a lot of them. Is it per capita or per square mile? I think it's per square mile. I it, made it was my stat up, so you made your stat up. Yeah, I I, I got mine from somewhere. Oh, okay. Then yours is probably more accurate. <laughs> I'm jealous well, of their race. One of my favorite videos of yours actually is when you went to the track with the two NSXs, the ones oh, that, where the, they had yeah, two Regan different and Cooney's cars. One yeah. somewhat yeah. stock, but lightly modded. The other one was yeah. was forced induction. And, yeah, and uh, just comparing had, the two uh, had had a lot of work into mm-hmm. that car. That at the, so is the, the supercharged one? The supercharged 91. Yeah, he had fun. a lot of work into that car. It was a real serious I, car. I drove that one. It ch- I was chasing you for a camera car, I think. Yeah. And he was very nice to let me do that. That was for And the other one had a six-speed conversion with shorter gearing. It had shorter right? final drive and, like, you know, coilovers and stuff. Yeah. It was actually interesting because, I, I, you know, we were at VIR. I drove the new NSX. And uh, in the beginning of the day, before I'd really done any driving, I was sort of like whining to this guy this guy uh, Dan who was the engine who was like a chassis engineer who was like hugely involved with the car sort of like whining that it wasn't like a little more simple like the old car 
And he was like, dude, did you ever drive the old car on a racetrack? And he's like, I was like, yeah, but they were like sort of modified. Did you ever drive a stock one on a racetrack? I was like, no. He's like, they weren't good. He's like, they're real scary. He's like, he's like, I was part of that, you know, that thing too. And it was, it was real scary. It's like, this car is a racetrack car. And uh, I learned that very quickly. But the, but the NSXs as road cars are really nice. Yeah. It's six well, tenths. I went off on the track in my NSX. Did you? Once. Yep, Did you get anything? Or no, okay. no, no. I, I flat spotted the tires though because oh, I disabled the ABS on mine and I was doing a turn and then locked up the brakes because I was trying to chase down a Golf R. I'm like, I can't have a Golf beat me. I'm in an NSX. And, yeah. And brake too late and just, just oh. right into the grass and ended my day. But yeah, they're... I was if you got out of there with a, with a couple front tires, you're you're all right. Um, there, but at at road speeds, the old NSXs are really mm. really great. And so then much fun at, at the track. The, Lee didn't particularly like the NSX at, at tune the Clarion car. He didn't like it at the limit, but I liked it on the street. And and uh, Regan's car was was pretty good. I mean, both those cars were pretty good, but I don't think either of those cars had less than. Thirty grand and mods in them. Yeah, they're you know, very they clean, both well had sorted yeah. out, and with professional like track alignments and stuff, there was a lot going on in those. Both mm-hmm. they were fun. A lot. I mean, I drove very because I drove what Honda's silver museum car we had. Oh yeah, the stock, the stock, the stock, stock. one, and yeah. it, uh, the the dampening on it was great. Like in the canyons, it soaks up bumps really nice. It rides well, all that stuff. But I'm sure as you start pushing it to eight, nine, ten tenths, that softness per, like pronounces itself a little bit louder and then you start to get into some weird i don't know did because what's his name regan's car like it oversteered a little because it had a supercharger on it It was also raining a little bit but it, it felt normal yeah but the stock one like stock one at the limit you know you obviously had your understeer moment but right does it naturally understeer did it transition to oversteer was it just unpredictable and what which end what wanted to go first i'm just a terrible driver i think more than anything else i just suck but yeah i was i i just break too late to try and you know because you're you know you're doing the dumb thing where you're looking at the car and not what you're doing you know to try and yep. catch the car and realize oh crap i need to hit the brakes through the car exactly through I, the car. i'm a terrible driver but yeah mine well, you got up. out of there cheap, and you're, you got you had a learning moment, didn't you? True, true. <laughs> we all have them. We, I got have, them. we all got them. Mine but. was cheap because it had jack suspension. It showed up, and of course, I buy these cars sight unseen from auctions and don't know what I'm getting, but it's, a, it's, it's a, it broken a, a control arm down there and then put it back together all wrong to where it drove down the road. Just Yikes. It was it was everything everything that could have been wrong, uh, short of the so clutch funny. and gearbox, was, was gone wrong. They're good looking, though, and they're ergonomically good, and... I mean, it'd be a fun road trip car. That's a good press photo as well, Timmy. Throw that one up there. That's a, yeah. Oops. Up and that, that's how you know it's a press photo. That's how you know it's a press photo because it's behind a paywall. Old website that's no longer uh, yeah. it's a pay its domain. There you go. Is that nice. a, is that kosher to just share Google results like that? Yeah, fuck it. Right? What do they th- what do they think? They're paying for this show. <laughs> I think they'd be happy. Um, they're happy that we're not using Bing. All right, wait. So we've got LeBaron C36 Cayenne Turbo. NSX, that's four. Yeah. Between six and ten to go. Yes. No, Amber's S six hundred. That's five. Five. Talk about your nine eleven because I watched SL, your video. That's six. Nine eleven. I couldn't hear your audio in it because the because of the V eight. So we could talk about it now. <laughs> that was yeah. I knew it was going to be really bad audio. I, there's nothing I could do because that I was supposed to drive this car out here for Monterey Car Week. The plan was to enter it in the works reunion, which is like the Porsche Club official show. And put it in the outlaw class with all those fancy outlaw cars, except mine's going to be a 996 with the duck tail and the stripes and the, the fake Fuchs wheels and, and an LS in the back. And they were all, I was just going to fill in the pile of vomits that 
coil that kind of pulled around it, and it didn't Good get done idea, in time. Um, I got to drive it right before I left, and there's no exhaust yet. It was just open headers, and it just sounded it just sounded dumb. It just it sounded rad, but I understand it also. I understand the open headers is um it's a good idea when you're 16. It's fun it's, for it's, 15. Minutes. Yeah, it's it not really a good is. idea. I mean, now with an LS, it's just not. Yeah, the, the the theme of the video was I just I posed the question to the YouTube commenters, which is always a mistake. Oh it was, yeah, was it what a mistake? Think for, really counts. What is it a mistake for me to do this? And they, of course, half said yes, half said no, probably. Well, they all said I'm stupid and yes and no. I mean, that's just. No, I think it looks so fun. It sounded <laughs> a good. A third Who of cares? them made Doug DeMuro jokes. Right. And <laughs> I mean, it, it oh, makes sense. And it looked like you were having a, a blast driving it around. Um, it was just so damn loud. I was like, I have no idea what he's saying about this car right now. So, right? wait, what didn't get finished in time to drive it? Because you drove it before you left. Well, just... the, the big part was figuring out the cooling system and how it was going to work. And and um, my mechanic, who's I I've been helping him as much as I can to the point where when you get to the stuff with the wiring and things where I know nothing about, if I tried wiring, I'd burn the car down. So he's he's doing this, and he need, was trying to figure it out, and he spent wasted a weekend trying to burp it, and it was actually bad directions from the conversion kit uh, company that provided this that that screwed us, and he just called me up and said, "Look, this is just too much. The car's barely going to be done, and then you're going to drive across country. You're nuts." And and so you know, just relax. It's, yeah, if it's you got fun. shit to do, you know, yeah. don't don't. I would you know, don't roll the dice. <laughs> yeah, understand. It'll be there. It'll be there when you return. Yeah. Timmy's just looking at pictures of fucking nine nine sixes. Yeah, turbo car. <laughs> if you if you Google fun. Apollo nine eleven because that's the car's name, see that the that one's mine. But if you Google Apollo nine eleven, then all the top left. Top left. And then you—that's when I took it on the dyno when I first got it. Yeah, with like 250k wow. or something. on Yeah, it, right? 243. And How I just, much was that thing for 243? Nine thousand. That's not bad. Hey, you know, there it's it's fine. Everyone said I overpaid because you can get nice ones for 15, but I. I was, mean, whatever, dude. They can fucking put up their cash. Were you planning to swap it so you didn't care about? The no, engine? it drove great, and actually, I it sound it was so much nicer than I thought and taking it to the track is what killed it which would kill a 996 with 50,000 miles because they actually have problems with the engine oil overheating and then losing oil pressure and that's what killed it uh, but I sort of became the evangelist for the 996 everyone was like look at this guy's 996 it has 250,000 miles on it it's all original it still gets the same dyno numbers it did new same quarter mile times this guy's incredible and then I go and blow it up and then I decide to swap an LS and it. <laughs> Yeah, and so that whole Porsche group that was all behind me, where I'm getting shared on their forums and on their newsletters and in uh, in Excellence Magazine, you know, real top-shelf Porsche magazine, and now I'm LS swapping it. And wow, you just, told them Santa wasn't real and you were converting to Islam in, like, basically one that's breath. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it, if, isn't one of the, um, Doug. Isn't one of the uh, better ways uh, to, to ensure that you don't have an IMS issue is to buy a car with a bunch of miles on it? It's one of the ways, right? Uh, cars that don't get driven have that issue. Well, more we can talk to Patrick. But, you know, I mean, he he bought his Porsche with 150,000 miles on it, changed the IMS, and he and still then, popped the motor. Yeah. Something else went wrong. So Mine was done twice, each time with the clutch. Yours was done twice? Correct. <laughs> motor still popped. Yeah. Something else failed, you know. It's a yeah. complicated thing. Mm-hmm. That's that funny. sucks. I mean, it's terrible, but, you know. LS. So what? which LS is it? LS2. 
So that's the what three hundred eighty-five horsepower. Four hundred. Four hundred. Four yeah. to five. Is that is it? Oh four zero six. Is that what that is? Uh, no, it came from the 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 C six. The like oh five or oh six. Oh five oh six base Corvette. Correct. Okay. All right. So the four hundred horsepower. And you want the aluminum ones because yeah, there I am. You want the aluminum ones because the weight. Right. Uh, but still, the center of gravity has to be higher because right? just because it's a V rather than a flat. So that that snap oversteer widowmaker thing is probably going to be a little bit more of a problem. But I don't think I'll be tracking. Uh, I got to get to know the car first, but you know, they people who drive these these converted cars a lot say that it's not that bad. The the weight distribution, they say, they say it's not that different. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I drove that the Cayman that had the, the the fucking Mustang motor in it, and it was nuts. I wouldn't say it was any less stable or anything. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. yeah, the engine was in the middle, not in the back, but. I wouldn't. I didn't think it was any less stable than the car originally yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one picture there. That's that's one of my favorites because it's the first video I brought in my mechanic. That I call him the car wizard, and he didn't know about cameras or anything. So I'm talking the whole time, and he's just giving a death stare into the camera, just staring at it for a minute long. The just old what do I do here? Won't yeah. blink. <laughs> just wouldn't move. I'm just dying the like, whole. When time. are you taking the picture? Like yeah. this video. Oh, just <laughs> yep. It, uh, awesome. it sounds fun. It looked like you're having a good time driving it. And, uh, yeah, open header for 10 minutes. Great idea. You Man, run the standard gearbox? Yes, yes. The conversion kit has an adapter plate. It actually has a, a Ford clutch, an adapter plate, and then it has a new, looks like a big metal bat wing for the motor to mount. And the thing, it's it's it, the motor mounts are about even with the taillights, and it bolts to the head. So the head, so the car is literally just hanging from its neck in the car. It's, it yeah. bolts to the head? Yes, that's, that's the engine. Weird. weird. Yes, it didn't seem natural, but they, I guess, it's, okay. Uh, that's All that's right. how they do well, it. Was a new frontier a bit, you know, with these these V8 swaps for 911s and Caymans and stuff. We hadn't really heard about it. I heard about one a guy doing it four years ago in the Middle East somewhere, but he seemed like I'm going to give this a shot. And now it seems like there's a couple companies that are building these kits and cradles and things. Yeah, I've heard of three different companies that are doing it. Renegade Hybrids is who I have, yeah. and they they did they've been doing it forever. They did the 944 LT1 swaps back in the day and all that. They're real popular. I saw an '80s Jeep, an '80s uh, at Cars and Coffee back in the day with like an old school like Chrome 350, you know, in there. Old like, Hot Rod 350. Yeah, that they bought uh-huh. they bought outside like uh, just bought it on Jag, just part number on Jags, you know, everything polished. Yeah, everything. All mirrors. All bags. All well, that'll be cool when it's done. Yeah, it's getting there. It'll yeah. Be a few weeks. Sweet. Be, it's all figured out. Just going to pipe the exhaust, air conditioning going. It's going to have all the gauges working. It'll be like a normal car. I've, I've got the sales manager at Porsche in, in Wichita. I, I think she's on board to take it to this old school Porsche mechanic they have in there that doesn't watch any YouTube or anything and just pull into the service lane and say, I have a engine noise, a weird engine noise in my Porsche. Can you look at it and just see how he reacts? <laughs> he'll open it. He'll look in the bottom and then start laughing. I right, think. right. So, um, so that's six cars, seven? That's seven. What are we at in your tally here? That's seven. Okay. Okay. What else? Uh, what else is in the pile? The uh, I have an XJ Jeep I got for 300 bucks, uh, uh, 98 Jeep Cherokee. Okay. Um, it's uh, 360,000 miles, and it just took a starter to get it running again. Whoa. 
If it runs at all, that's 300 bucks well spent. No rust. That's it's fantastic. actually super clean. Uh, the interior's clean, you would think. I could tell you had 65,000 miles on it. You'd probably believe me. It was just another Maybe one. Maybe it's one of, those wa- one of those rare roll-ups where they roll, roll the odometer forward. Right. <laughs> Man, I would love to have an old Cherokee like that, especially if you can get them, you know, for, well, we got one for $2,000 and it broke, but that's because it was modified. I think mm-hmm. everyone in high school had a friend with one. Yeah. And you always ended up doing stupid shit in it. Yep. My friend Brandon had one of these, and... Boy, did we try. He had two of them, and boy, did we try to kill both. You know, they both were airborne at various points. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that one, Timmy, that, that white one is That's nice. awesome. Mm-hmm. I like that. That yeah. was good. That's a, Are yeah. they doing, uh, is someone doing, like, backdate kits for those yet? They should be doing those soon. Would drop in engine swaps for that? or No, like the the visual backdate kits. You get, like, the later one and make it look like the older one. Oh, I gotcha. Like, <laughs> like they do with a Camaro Firebird type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, Singerizing the shit. That'd be terrible. Uh, yeah, my friend had the, like, 98 V8 Limited Jeep, I think, that had mm-hmm. a posse in the back. And yeah. I was like, ooh, posse. <laughs> and uh, I learned what oversteer in the rain was while I was facing a guardrail. We came to a stop, and I was like, all right, we're done for tonight. Let's go home. Just There's right the on. 24 Hours of Lemons. Uh, Jeep uh, race car. That's ridiculous. Yeah, like a postal Jeep. Wow. It is. I think it's a it's some kind of postal theme. Yeah. Um, but that yeah that is a that is an actual Jeep race car. It does run a four liter uh, Jeep motor. Mm, as not well. slow. Manual like. transmission. Did we I see believe that? it is slow. <laughs> yeah, did we see I that run at Sonoma before it was like graphicked up? I feel like we did. Yeah. Scroll down. Scroll down, Timmy, on this page. There's a there's a picture of it. It's blue. Where it's just, oh, there, there it is, it on is. the racetrack, just as blue. Oh, it's a different one. It's another Jeep. That's a four-door. The other one was a two-door. That one's owned by children. Different different, different Jeep. Nice wing, though. What, a, what an interesting idea. 300 bucks for one of those. If it works, golden. That is the poorest man's kind. Zach logo. spent $1,800 on one of those, I think, and it only lasted 24 hours. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> it was modified by... Uh, Idiots. An idiot, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at Timmy. That Jag on the top left. Sorry, we're just looking at Google results. That, do you see that Jaguar race car? That was the shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, there uh, it is, up top. Oh, that. Who doesn't want something like that? Leyland. Leyland. That looks like Goodwood uh, Festival Speed. It looks like someone put a Jaguar nose on a BMW CSL Batmobile. I remember... Um, Optima streetcar like 2011 and yeah. there was a quote Volvo there that was a tube frame yeah it was like a NASCAR like, Volvo yeah it was like a NASCAR frame. Volvo with uh, like plastic windows and plastic body panels and then it just had like a little Volvo square in the front you're like yeah sure okay that's, hmm. that's fair <laughs> like, at grid life we got the video coming out soon I drove a 50 what's that 58 62 oh, yeah. Volvo Amazon, a 122 Amazon track build. It's cool. With uh, a 4G63 motor swap and a Ford T5 gearbox and weird as shit. It's cool looking. Really cool. Everybody loved that. That was like really a cool, really car. weird. Yeah, it was super neat. Um, so uh, we got a $300 Jeep. Continue. What else is, uh, it, what the, else is in the field? <laughs> the 93 Lincoln Town Car Jack Nicholas edition. <laughs> Do all the are the door locks golf tees? They've gotta be right. The what carpet made, is green. What made yes. is it like green like the Masters? Correct. Ah! What color is it? White. 
So mine's white, but it's oh, it's is that interior, it right there? It's they have the Golden Bear logos that you'd see on the country clubbers, you know, on the sides. Oh, branded American shit is the best. I, oh, does the floor mats in the back have a hole and you can putt while you drive down the road? I tried. That's what was the video. I tried to do chip, chipping inside the car, and then I actually teed off the roof of the thing and kind of fell off the back. Um, Dude, the Jack Nicholas edition is sick. Green carpets. <laughs> White Terrible. seats like a golf glove, <laughs> and then this, uh, you think it was actual golf glove leather? I think the there was a co a co branded, sure. yeah, definitely be very thin leather, but be comfortable for the a bit. golden bear. It looks it looks like a golf glove, and then the yeah, the, all, all the digital eighties nine early nineties gauge cluster stuff, and a weird special burlwood for the Jack Nicklaus edition, and it's yeah, it's it's a goofy thing. It was another. You know, like you talked about going to auctions, like how dangerous it is. That's the Jeep. That it's just like, no, that that's Lincoln looks God. weird. Let me go walk up and look at it. <gasps> that's it's a, a Jack Nicholas edition. <gasps> My yeah. mom had a Nautica edition, a Mercury Villager. Do you remember Ooh. that one? Uh-uh. Oh my God! Wait till you see it. You want to talk about? It looks like a fucking capsized yacht. Timmy, <laughs> it looks like a yacht that already is upside down. Nautica edition, Mercury Villager. This is some fucking brutal cross marketing. Wow. Wait, where? Uh, okay, right, second row, boy. all the way on the right. Yeah. That look at the wheels on that, look my that friend. Two-tone. That look is that two-tone. white, <laughs> white Jeez. bumpers. It looks like a yacht that flipped over. <laughs> very, un- very unattractive. But you got to find the interior. Get the in- the interior is really where the co co branding was very. Have they successful. stopped doing that. Like remember the Eddie Bauer Explorer. You had the Nautica. Like are they done with those kind of? No, dude. No. There was a John Varvatos Chrysler 300 like two years ago. There, look who, at that interior, bro. I don't know who John Varvatos oh is. God. That's not good. Steinman wears all John Varvatos. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's like a, a regular sweater that would be, you know, seventy five or eighty dollars at like an Abercrombie. Will be seven hundred dollars at a John Barbados. Worth it, I'm sure. So there was that. There's been other couple other co-brands like Bill Blast is one I there's like. There's a Bill Blast. Yeah, they have a really nautical Bill Blast Lincoln Continental that is ridiculous. Uh, if you're talking, was there, nautical a, there was the Coach. Remember the Coach Lexuses? Yeah, the Coach editions. Gucci Fiat five hundred. Oh that? my God, the Gucci Gucci Fiat. One of our one of our friends back in the day was hooking up with this girl who drove the Gucci Fiat five hundred. It was such a shitbox. It, it was so embarrassing. And uh, wasn't her license plate like Gucci Girl or some shit like that too? No, but it's like she has. That's like going to the Gucci store and you buy a Gucci top, gum yeah, holder. Right up, you can't upper, afford right, a, the, whole the thing. white one, Timmy. That one, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the shit. Oh, it's, oh, that was like that's like her, but that's not what that girl looked like at all. Is that Pamela Anderson? No. I, from over here, it looks kind of like a young Pamela Anderson, but it's not. Oh, but young Pamela Anderson oh. didn't exist when this car came out. Who is that, Timmy? Natasha Pauly. Natasha Pauly. Well, no idea. she is hot, and that car is terrible. <laughs> I think that girl had the convertible, too. She did. The Gucci, it was like a brown Gucci It's top. like a $42,000 Fiat 500. <laughs> Cross Those branding. things appreciated so hard. I, I oh. picked up a couple of Barths, super cheap, and they're fun when they, when they're around ten grand. Yeah, for ten thousand bucks. Awesome. Hell yeah. Not, you buy get a six pack of them shits. Right, but not not uh, whatever they were new. Close. No, to our 20s. the press car we had was twenty seven and change. It was yeah. ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But as a as a ten thousand dollar car, hell yeah. There was a guy at Gridlife who had a Abart uh, track car. 
And I was oh. like, hey, this thing must be fun. He's like, yeah, when it works. <laughs> and he's, he was like airing down the tires. I mean, he had stripped out. Uh, the body panels were banged up a bit. Like, he, Yeah, do you remember really the really other thing it. about that car is that it was covered in like that Halon shit. <laughs> like the residue when you pull the fire suppression, like his whole car was basically covered. I did not. In the, I'm not saying he had a fire that day, but I'm saying he's had fires. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only kind of cleaned them. Oh, my God. <laughs> not a fan of that car. No. Um no, but for ten G's, yeah. Let's round out what what else you got in the fleet before we go before we go to break. What else we got here? Oh, nothing. To, have we have we actually gotten to the end? No, it's it's it goes. It's just it's bad. I mean, there, I, there's like a Prius in there for a thousand bucks. I got with a bad hybrid battery that I'm going to be fixing because it's really not a big deal to fix the Priuses with a bad hybrid battery. So, and just just other other weird stuff that I haven't put on video yet. So I don't really want to. Don't go give too it much. away. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. You but, can uh, tease it. Teasing is um, good. Yeah, I got a. Lexus LX470, the Lexus SUV. Those are good. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a 99 with 350,000 miles. It was wow. the Jesus. cheapest one in the country. It was 2,000 bucks. Does wow. it work? Yes, runs, drives, works. It's it's fine. It, Here's what you do with one of those. Is it is it like that? Yeah. So the, it's like a Land Cruiser, basically. Mm-hmm. Correct. What you do is you get the Arctic Trucks body kit from Iceland. And lift kit. And I was looking at it. Yeah. Timmy, you know what, what series Land Cruiser is that? You know. Land 100 series 100. so pull up the 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 arctic trucks 100 series land cruiser body kits this is this is what timmy would do with his spare time anyway he's a toyota suv enthusiast but it's kind of crazy because i thought okay this the hydraulic suspension at 350,000 miles is going to be done and it, it works it all still works so it's kind of like a shame so to, a mild, that's a 200. no you don't want that we want the we want the proper build you got to get the kit from Iceland because these cars are the, they're the most badass trucks. And what the Top Gear guys drove to the North Pole, right? With the big balloony tires to drive across glaciers. Yeah, there's there's the Top Gear. So yeah. I think right there yeah, with the glacier. and forty yeah. twos. Yeah, that'll that'll do. Pull up that picture. That's close enough. That's the, that's, not that's a Hilux. Hilux yeah. mm. Well, the people can use their imaginations for the rest of it. That's that's the idea. Mm. <laughs> but you get that kit because you've already got a fucking old beat Land Cruiser basically right. and make it a beast. You have a couple vehicles I feel like that are cheap enough and good enough you to me they'd be like keep forever vehicles. Like if you got, if you built that LX and if if you wanted a lifted truck of any kind like that seems like the one you could do it in and it should last a really really long time. Yeah. And drive in your your ownership or your entry is real cheap. Yes, it does need some cleanup, but one of the weirdest things about it is they Rather than fit, fix the rear hatch that broke, they decided to cut a hole in it so that they could reach the latch inside, and then the rust it turned into a rust hole that exploded. All right, maybe you do with it, maybe you commit to a different car. <laughs> but, no, that's the only rust in the car. I mean, it, the thing is savable. That's the thing. And you get a new hatch. If I can go through and save this thing and bring it back to how it looked new, which it can really get there for probably just a few grand, and then I'm in it for basically probably what it's worth or a little less, and then I've then I've won. I feel like I've won. And I can show the internet I've won through the whole time. They're saying you're such a fucking idiot the whole time, you know. And then I can Tyler versus the Rust. That's the name of the show. I, I do lose a lot though. <laughs> in the, I mean, the Prius. If you find a crash Prius that has a used Prius but has a good battery, just parts pulled, right? Yeah, and the reconditioned batteries aren't too bad either. They, you know, because it's really a simple battery setup where they have a bunch of little individual cells that look like little laptops, and a and a company they'll rebuild them. They'll take out the bad cells, put in good ones, balance them, clean up the terminals warranty it for three years wow. good to go and then you just drop it back in and plug it in boom how that's much it? does it cost for one of those uh with the three-year warranty like a thousand bucks oh really it? yeah oh wow. that seems reasonable that yeah. seems very reasonable there you electricity go electricity 
scares me. I don't know about you. Look at that. That is a beautiful Arctic Trucks. Pull that one up, Timmy. That's a 200, right? That's the new series. That's dope, though. But you get the idea. Um, Electricity scares me. I wouldn't know if I don't know. I'd be afraid to handle that. That's why you have the shop do it. Yeah. But I mean, those batteries, my brother had replaced a battery in his Civic Hybrid a couple years ago, and it was like four grand. So it's come down a lot. That's what he gets for buying a Civic Hybrid. He's done, he's done a lot of things that are questionable. I mean, he cra- <laughs> he crashed his E30 three times. He rear-ended someone three different times. Not the same person, but he rear-ended other cars three times in his E30 ownership, which was five years. Is he texting? No, this is before that. He doesn't even like using smartphones. He's just a bad driver. He was meditating. And the family, yes. And the family now all agrees. They go, let's let Zach drive. Gabe's not very good. Give he's a doctor. A, give he's him an doctor. Uber account and give uh, him a scalpel. He's fine. But you know, ask him to drive a car. He's like, whoa, wait, what did all these buttons do? <laughs> Yeah, rounding it out, uh, I have a 2003 Mustang Mach 1 that I'm selling. It has 173,000 miles on it. It was, it was, I don't know, like around four grand or something like that. Really good deal for a Mach 1. Not bad for a Mach 1. But it's Miley. Um, and it, it's pretty nice, so I'm get, getting ready to sell that. And then the other one I'm getting ready to sell is the, is the 1991 Dodge Caravan wood paneling <laughs> with all-wheel drive. First year oh, of offered boy. all-wheel drive. And Thank I actually God. put... BFG off-roads on it and tried to do some four-wheeling in it and it didn't work. Does it, does it look like that one? That's Yeah, God, that's that the a, early one. What a fucking sad-looking vehicle. I mean, <laughs> I realize that that vehicle changed the automotive landscape forever. Look at the tilted front headlight. what a sad-looking... You, re- you really... How often do you see one of those? Fucking no, never. It, and mine has 51,000 original miles. Really? On a little uh, old man quit driving kind of thing. It's it's beautiful. You've got a nice one. Yeah, it's, it's that so... That is not it. It's, it's so silly. Yeah, it looks like the more than one on the top left because they updated it. Oh, it's yeah, the facelift. Oh, facelift. Facelift yeah. is much, much better. First year facelift, first year all-wheel drive. That Everybody... Car- I went to high school with in middle school. They all their parents all had those. all of those. Yeah, that car's begging for a field and stream edition where you do like scroll work on the wood, where it's like a fishing scene <laughs> or like you know deer and stuff like that. We can get Orvis on that. Yes, <laughs> the wood paneling that really makes that shit mm-hmm. really does. I like the good Timmy. Pull up that white one. The the yeah that. That's that's really the one that I have the fondest memory of is the why that is Contrast that is amazing. hideous. That was coming out of like I, I think it was before our time the trend of late seventies and eighties of putting wood paneling over normal drywall. Like Adam Ferrara has jokes about this about Italian families in the seventies, just like everything's got a bad paneling. Yeah, and they, it was just like this weird. We got enough money for paneling. A strange display of. I feel like uh, Dennis Leary had a joke about that too. Probably, they were same age, growing yeah. up on the same coast. Yeah. Um, Italian Irish. Fuck. All right. Well, we can we can definitely end on town and countries. Um, we gotta <laughs> we gotta take a break and sell a little bit of real estate. We will be back with uh, with more with Tyler. Thanks. This episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by Driveline. Driveline is the world's first social driving app and comes exclusively to the iPhone and App Store. Discover the pleasure of driving not to get somewhere, but simply to be on the road. Whether you are a long-time driving enthusiast or just someone who wants to discover why driving can be fun, this is the app for you. Driveline allows you to map your favorite driving roads and classify them based on style, whether it be hill climb, cruising, B-roads, loose surface, or trails, while capturing basic metrics and driving data. 
With Driveline, you can use your iPhone's camera to capture video of your drive or use an external camera or maybe even a drone. Post these videos to the feed so everyone can see exactly why your time behind the wheel matters or keep them for for yourself in your library. Share your cars, track your drives, and earn points towards contests and giveaways from the team at Driveline Entertainment, LLC. Search, are you new to an area or just looking for new roads to travel? Driveline lets you search for roads in any given area by radius and style. Review the maps, videos, comments, likes, and the point scores of the creator. Looking for a loose surface rally style drive? There may be something closer than you think. Driveline is exclusively in the iOS app store. Go search today. And the Smoking Tire Podcast is, of course, brought to you by Harry's. I'm going to Europe tomorrow morning, and I am stocking up on my Harry's products. I'm ready to go, son. You don't understand. I got this thing. Each each little uh, four-blade set comes its own little unique travel box. So I can just throw one of those in there, and I know I got four blades for the road. I got my soft grip handle, and I got my travel-ready shaving cream and moisturizer, which are... Uh, they don't, there's no aerosol in them, so I can travel with that stuff nice and easy. Harry's, these blades are excellent. I've been using exclusively Harry's razors for the past, I don't know, two years now, and uh, my skin looks good, my, my face is smooth, my head is smooth, and you know what? I have spent a whole lot less money on razors than if I was going to the drugstore. They do this stuff. It's the same. It's the same blades you're buying at the drugstore. This, I mean, they make them themselves, but the same quality blades, and it's basically half the price. I mean, I got a year worth of blades for sixty bucks. That's unbelievable, and that's because they cut out the middleman and they go straight to you on the internet. Here's what I got for you: free trial offer from Harry's today. It's a thirteen dollar value for free when you sign up for one of Harry's plans. All you have to do is cover shipping. Go sign up at harrys.com and get your free trial set, including a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Just pay three bucks for shipping and handling. Get your free trial set now at harrys.com slash tire one. harrys.com slash tire. Oh, not tire one. That's a misprint. Someone misprinted my copy. As always, it's just harrys.com slash tire. Someone misprinted my ad copy. How about that? Whoa, harrys.com slash tire. And of course, you know them really cool glasses you always see me wearing? They are really cool, aren't they? And the reason they're so cool is because they are Dylan Optics, the official eyewear of the smoking tire, made in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, with the frames produced in uh, Italy. The glass is money. There is an extra layer of polarization in there, and what that does is it saves your eyes. I don't know what it does, really. All I know is when I wear Dylan Optics and then I go back to some cheapo sunglasses, if I ever have the occasion to wear those, my eyes are hurting at the end of the day. And with Dylan's, they don't. I'm not saying there's a medical thing behind that. I'm just saying personal experience, 
I need to wear Dillon's when I'm out in the desert working because otherwise my eyes hurt at the end of the day. And if you go to thesmokingtire.com and you click on the Partners tab, there's a little Dillon banner on there. You click that when you use to – you can just go poke around. they got a bunch of different frame styles, get different colored lenses, and you can mix and match your own custom lens and frame combo. And uh, if you use my link, I will give you a free Smoking Tire T-shirt, a $25 value, uh, just for using my link when you buy the glasses. Last but not least, uh, Xbox One, Forza Motorsport 7 is the official racing simulator of the Smoking Tire. Oh, it's we're, we're here. We are here. It's coming out. And get this, 700 cars, 30 racetracks, night, rain. The rain is, it's, you almost feel wet. You need someone there, like, misting your face as you drive it because it's, it feels as close to wet driving as, as I've ever really seen without without getting wet. It's ridiculous. I race semi-trucks at Mugello, which you can do. Uh, the new GT2 RS is in the game. In fact, it is the largest collection of Porsche, Lamborghini, and Ferrari in any racing franchise. Hit us up at TST Racing if you play on Xbox Live and learn more or pre-order or order uh, Forza Motorsport 7 now, xbox.com slash Forza and ForzaMotorsport.net. Forza Motorsport and the Forza franchise is the official racing simulator of the Smoking Tire podcast. What do you want to plug? Tyler Hoover. Plug it all. Great. Okay. I have my YouTube channel called Hoovy's Garage. I also write columns and host my videos on autotrader.com slash oversteer with Doug DiMiuro and some other guys. And we have a great time over there. And uh, that's the plugs. YouTube, that's the plugs. YouTube channel. Yeah, Twitter, Hoovy's Garage. I got Hoovy's Garage. Well. Everything. Yeah, everything. Just Google Brilliant. it. Um, the uh, the story of your current career, which is uh, short but incredibly successful, uh, in a very in what eight since Mar. You told me that a year ago you had one thousand YouTube subscribers. Uh, no, uh, it was March when I had it. March 1, of this year. Yeah, of two thousand seventeen, you had one thousand. Yeah, and now you have a hundred and thirty thousand. About to go one thirty, or it may have gone over one thirty. Yeah, that is uh, pretty that's pretty remarkable. It's it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, and and before that, it was just pretty much out of nowhere. And uh, because of this oversteer thing, which is a good a good gig, that's, it is. That's like the, that seems to be the gig to have right now. Demiro is certainly taking advantage of it. And uh, at lunch, you credited him with uh, with your career, which is nice of you. Uh, I'm sure he appreciates that. Well, he, it, it, it's it's a fact. I, if he didn't create Oversteer and uh, the means for this to happen, and as well as promoting my channel and my videos and my articles, this this never would have happened. So, I yeah, it's totally a credit to him. It's uh, it seems to be a, a good example of like be ready when someone uh, is there to look at something. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. sort of like the the just like do by doing. Right. People will see you. Because basically, you said you got you got noticed by dressing up as a Jeremy Clarkson character at the Grand Tour and getting Jeremy Clarkson to tweet picture of you. Right. Yeah. I, I've been trying to get my foot in the door for a while with Jalopnik with anybody, but I mean, they I would get nice emails back, but I'd never written anything. There was nothing published. No, no history. Why would anybody take a shot on somebody who has no written work? I mean, most people can't put three words together, and really, I hadn't Usually done you have it. to do some writing. Usually, exactly. So I am keep emailing. They keep sending polite messages back. And then I go to the TV show shaping. Totally by accident, a friend gets an extra ticket. I dress up, meet Clarkson. We have a nice conversation. He 
re- he replies to my tweet when I thank him for the for the show taping and everything. It was it wasn't the show taping, but it was that crazy opening sequence of the first episode where they spent like three million dollars to have all these cars coming off the desert. It was it was a crazy shoot, but I, I didn't get to actually see the episode. And I finally sent that off and got my foot in the door. I got to write an article on that. And that led to more and more and more. And eventually I begged my way. I had to beg and beg my way onto Oversteer with, with DeMuro. And uh, got that going. And then it just just kept going and going and going. Just nowhere. Uh, started with Oversteer in November with nothing. No experience. None of this. Uh, I Five years ago I was trying to do this and I would actually given up. I only had a couple of cars, including a Prius. I was focusing on my day job, and it was a, it, the the dream was over for me. And then it just all circled back. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's nuts. Well, That's a, some right you, place, though. right time stuff. But you also have to have the hustle. You know what I mean? If you if you're willing to like work for free, and someone says yes, a lot of people offer to work for us for free, and I I say no because I don't know what to do with it. But if someone has a need and you fill that need or are ready to fill that need at the exact right time and can pester them enough. Or that's, more. that's the thing. I, I look back on it now and think, God, I was such a pain in the ass. Like, why did he bother? I mean, I'm like writing oh, these yeah. five paragraph things talking about how great he is. I'm sure he reads this crap all the time. It's just like, oh, God, shut up. But he's such a nice guy. He took the time to reply and then was like, just let me show you what I can do. And then I and then I made I gave him three ideas, and I said pick one, and and he picked the one I had at the time. I had a 1978 Lincoln Continental Town Coupe, and he wanted to make you know make a video review on that, and I did, and he liked it. I wrote an article, he liked it, and it kept, it just kept going from okay, do something once a week to do something twice a week, and and then I had the we talked about the S600. That was the video that went viral. It now has almost three million views or something like that, which is nuts. And then that's when things really started taking off for me. And then I, the Hoopty Fleet expanded to the stupid levels that it is now. And be careful, I mean, save your money. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I try and keep it all awesome because I kept the day job. So the cars and that is separate. My my living expenses are paid for my normal job with with restaurants. I help open restaurants with my father and then the the car thing i i try and keep it separate but there was it's definitely starting to get to where the youtube is making sense for the cars but it, it's it never has but i'm trying to get to that point it, you you can get there for a while but it's easy to uh <laughs> it's easy to fall down a rabbit hole for sure lease a ferrari and then youtube changes their ad revenue oh, oh i think there's other other fucking channels already doing that shit i'd never <laughs> I never get into something that I couldn't get out of, you know, as far as like a new car, or nearly new, all all this stuff, you know, if the crap really hit the fan, then I could unload it pretty quick and, and, and survive, you know? So that's, yeah, no, I, we're just fucking around. That's yeah. a, that's a crazy story though. I mean, gain, get going, getting 130 subscri- thousand subscribers in six months. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just a big fan of all you guys. Like I talked talked about where I first found you was on that Speed Channel show. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, amazing. <laughs> One of six people. <laughs> to, to, I love that show. I love making it. it. Zach worked yeah. on it too. Zach came up with a with a bunch of the ideas for bits and some of the best stuff that. God, I'd love to have the fucking outtakes and the the moments that got cut from yeah. that show. Huh. If I could have the moments that were cut from that show by itself, it would make a great show. We did some funny stuff, some fun stuff. TV um, is a is a it's a fun business when you can get it. I mean, cruel mistress. The right, the is is a it is a cruel mistress. The freedom of the internet. Should we should 
Should we? We have. We could. We could launch it on the podcast here. Hold it up to the to the camera. Our new "Can't Get Fired" Productions T-shirt. That's coming out. We can just sell it right here. We just got. We don't even need to break for real estate. Boom. I think that came it. out when we started doing tuned. It was like, should we shoot at this car and do this thing? And it was like can't get fired <laughs> yeah we literally like yeah <laughs> we're, we're four, making, four we're five people in a house and uh are, we're, like you're in charge and the you know and only barely right <laughs> yeah yeah that was the joke yeah for like four years like all of us lived in a house it, it could have been a reality show honestly and, and made this show and like they had this money to spend and they like they couldn't they couldn't fire us the, the, we, they needed the vice the shit. president's riding his bicycle around the kitchen island yeah like, <laughs> like while we're talking about yeah, ideas. drunk <laughs> just, can't get was, fired production yeah it was, it, it's just crazy. crazy i got to have lunch with you today i got to do a one take the meats all, were good all this stuff a year ago i mean it was, you know i'm just like watching this stuff on youtube and on the toilet just like ooh, wow this, this is really oh, interesting. are you a morning shit viewer i'm glad to have the morning shit viewers <laughs> they really keep the view counts high in the morning they get them they get bu- the video yeah. bumped up all They're the lists. You you keep me regular, sir. That's Thank a, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. If you're Mr. Regular, just got so hard. If you <laughs> are uh, if you're on the East this. Coast and you are a morning dump watcher, boy, do you keep this train rolling. <laughs> That's what funny. um, have you sold any cars you regret selling? Oh, tons, tons. We were talking about that because I got to ride in Matt's new Mercedes. There's a Silver Arrow 2002 SL that I had go through my dealership that I. Just sold for a quick, you know, whatever, made a thousand bucks on it for fourteen grand. But it, the Silver Arrow was the special edition that they were, they they made right before that body style ended in two thousand two. And it's a really neat engine turned binnacle finish in the dashboard and the two tone interior and the Silver Arrow Panda. metallic paint. It's Panda. <laughs> the two tone steering wheel is not great, but the weird Zach and I, I think are anti Panda. <laughs> really? I just I don't like two tone steering wheels. Aren't really my thing, but. His C36 has a weird two-tone steering mm-hmm. wheel because only the bottom is the other tone. Oh, but even better. It's like it's a three-quarter with Why one not? quarter. Why <laughs> There's not? There's no top. It's a very strange. It almost looks like they ran out of leather and they went, Actually, oh. do you think someone, you think it, did it originally have the top one too and someone had it re, re-trimmed? No, no. Was it the original? It that's came right original. I've, had an, I've had some before that same way. Yeah. With just the bottom was yeah. the thing? Oh, okay. It's like your cruising hand goes here. You can just drive one-handed on the bottom. The Silver Arrow had the top also, though, right? They right. didn't skimp out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> they went the, the, the top half. Yeah. yeah, there's also a lot of air-cooled Porsches back then that, of course, that that's just blown up now. Whereas, you know, it's like buying a running, driving like a 66 912 for six grand that was nice driver, and it's just like... That's okay. That's that sounds like a normal. And now it's it's well, all just stupid. Were you uh, you were in Monterey? Yeah, got back from Monterey, which we didn't actually we didn't even talk about. We should talk about Monterey because uh, you've been a bunch. It's not your first time, right? This is my second time. Like once again, five years ago is when I went, and that's like the week before. That's when my girlfriend told me. I think my girlfriend at the time told me that she was pregnant, and that's was sort of like okay, I need to get serious and kind of give up on all this crap. So that was kind of a swan song. <laughs> Monterey, bye. You know, and I actually drove back in my buddy's LS four hundred, not not Matt's million mile Lexus. But you can take uh, it anytime you want. Yeah, I told my parents when they were in Colorado, they were really drunk. It's like, hey, I knocked up the girlfriend, and and you know, and then made my way back, and and uh, uh, yeah, you know, life life just happened, and now this is just coming back. You know, it, she's in school now, and it's everything's kind of settled down to where I could go back to to doing what I love more, and and. Uh, and it's it's been great. So, but uh, how is it? Isn't it crazy? Just the the level of cars you see up there. 
pregnant girlfriends aside. Sorry. Yeah, that was a weird side. <laughs> weird. I'm so sorry about too, to go there. It's all right. Left That's turns. a little too personal. No, it's no, not it's too very, personal. Very I'm, what the fuck with Mark Marin. It was. It was. Yeah, we went that way. But then I, we were. I did. I've been there, man. I got a couple of girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know how it is. But yeah, we wanted to talk about Monterey Car Week, and yeah, it, it is. It is crazy. Just just to get. Just the parking lots are the show. That's, yeah. That was sort of my theme of this, what I was making a video about, was was uh, how to do Monterey on a budget. And I actually stayed in a garden shed. It was the cheapest bed in town on Airbnb for $45 a night. Somebody put a twin mattress in a garden shed, and I stayed in was there. Was the ground made of dirt? Was no, it no, it had, it had a wood had floor. A, a floor. Okay. Yeah, wood floor. You can camp near there for <laughs> five bucks a night, I'll tell you what. It's Zach went camping at Monterey out, at of a, out of a Cobra. Yeah, me and Thaddeus went. Well, no, not Laguna. Uh, that was booked, and we were we had this idea two days beforehand. So we drove to Big Sur and just found a nearest campsite that had an opening and slept on the ground. <laughs> and then pissed off everyone who was staying there at 5 a.m. when we drove back up to uh, Pebble for the morning show. So, wow. you know, the Cobra with basically open header huh. firing up at 5 a.m. running too rich and just it was great so it was perfect perfect, perfect experience yeah. excellent but you did garden shed also potentially a perfect experience it was great yeah <laughs> right in the middle of anything monterey and you know just just going to all the the, the cheaper stuff and the free stuff and, the, and you know no matter what kind of cars you're into there's something going on in in, in you know canary row or pacific grove or monterey where you can find something to do for the whole week or just people watching car watch just park sit somewhere and watch cars drive by it's just yeah. nuts yeah there you can i mean you can get 90 percent of the pebble beach experience by just being around monterey and not really spending a dime yeah I mean, maybe like a little time. That is fucking sick, Timmy. Look, pull that up. That's from this year, I think. That roof. Oh, that's fire. I like those wheels. That's like the Callaway Corvette body kit applied to a 911, mm -hmm. right? That front bumper is mm -hmm. very Callaway it's sledgehammer. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, you can just you can just the parking lots. Is just that the, the quail parking lot there? of the quail or that is. I think it's the quail in the background. Golf what's links it? something. Oh, no. That's Pebble Beach. Pebble I Beach think. golf links. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Pebble Beach golf links. That looks hot. I, I like mm -hmm. Pebble Beach. I love seeing those cars driving around because there are, there are people that probably never drive their cars or very infrequently, but because they've trailered it there for yeah. the show, they're like, let's take it out for a little cruise. And you just see, regardless of cost, you see rare metal, interesting stuff. You see people driving straight up race cars. Yeah. <laughs> you see people push starting straight up race cars on the side of like Highway 1 because it got stuck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Pebble is, uh, it's craziness. It's just 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 driving around is the best, but you got to have something uh, an appropriate vehicle. Your C thirty six was that's a good that's a good budget choice. That C thirty six. That's like it's got some some interesting stories. It's behind classic it. people look at it. You know, it's got some. I did it. It worked. I did it the million mile Lexus one year, which was really fun. <laughs> that's got a, that's got a good story. The Delor I had the only Delorean. A couple of we was I had the Delorean. Alex Roy had the Citroen SM, and uh, Mosto had the 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 charger that was good good year alex was the most comfortable and you were second i most. love the citroen sm you ever drive a citroen an old citroen never never Fucking always wanted coolest to coolest car yeah oh timmy that's the picture pull that up that, that looks someone awesome. got to drive that who got to drive that was it it wasn't camisa it was like ed Lowe or one of those guys from motor trend wow. got to drive that thing this it, year it was there and did you it, see it driving no i didn't uh, it, it, they did do the morning you know where they have to all the concord cars do that 17 mile drive yeah. and you can park and and just watch the cars drive by i i didn't i was driving down from san francisco that morning so i didn't get to see it but yeah 
I got to see the car in the Star Lounge display, and it's yeah, it's not the actual strong. car, but they built the total exact that car replica. is so good looking. Yeah, it, it has all the right things. Stance, the the, stance it's all perfect. the stance. Yep. Yeah, and the and the right fog light placement. And they weren't so building that looking motherfucker. They weren't building that for style. They were building it to race. That's yeah, the other thing. It was just a totally. pretty shit race car, if I, remember, if I remember my history correctly, which I may not, but I think it was not a good race car. It got first in its class and second in one race. It, was, it, it wasn't, you know, it, was it, it not did, that bad for for making a race car of an S class. I think that's about as good as you can expect, considering I, what it was what it was competing against. Yeah, I guess you're probably <laughs> right. I drove the street version of that car, and it did drive really good. Go back to the Fuchsia McLaren, Timmy. Pull that up. That's that we've talked about. Uh, this guy Michael Fuchs on the show a bunch, who invented Tempur-Pedic foam, and he had two cars delivered at Pebble Beach, but one one was a Fuchsia McLaren 720S. There it is, parked next to his Fuchsia Rolls Royce Dawn. <laughs> oh my God! Fuchsia on white. Isn't that amazing? That's crazy. Yeah, a lot of cars. That's crazy. Do you see the first Chiron, Bugatti Chiron delivered in the U.S. is yellow on yellow? It, is it going it, to, uh, was it the Bijan dealership? It's, I don't think so. that guy had that, that yellow, guy had the yellow black, Veyron. Right? Yeah. The Veyron? Look at that interior. Wow. Yeah, this is a world I know nothing about. Other than this, reading, you know, by all accounts, thing. this McLaren 720 is batshit crazy. Thad got to go in one. He reported mm-hmm. from Dubai that he got to go in one. And he said he drew, he did it like similar to uh, a 650s, and he said this car feels like it has 200 horsepower more than the 650s. I bet it does. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like the fucking three turbo McLaren I drove yesterday. Oh, I'm talking about that. Ooh, three turbos. How crazy was it? It was crazy. How was it? Because you've driven a bunch of crazy turbo stuff. Yeah, like single twin, you know, half yeah. and all that stuff. Where, where did um, it land? How did it? Would it feel like? <clears throat> it's not not entirely different from the the standard car in terms of like like you can hear there's a there's a third sound there's another sound like the two turbos on the the regular McLaren you know turbos uh, make one sound and then the bigger turbo makes a different sound cool and so you can hear the two spooling up and then the other ones start to spool up so it's the two standard turbos into an eighty three millimeter turbo wow back it so you know so the disclaimer is they were they brought it out here to test drive it on 91 octane so it was not it doesn't run the full boost so it's a thousand horsepower instead of 1200 which is 1200 on all right we should talk about something else then. so it's not interesting <laughs> you drove it i drove it in the can i mean in the like canyon rock yes. slide it was probably. extremely fast <laughs> and it made all the correct every sound you want you would ever want a car to make it makes all of them sound. Did it have the low end power of the it has the car? The and then snarl all of a sudden, and then get... the spool and then another spool and then a bang and then a whizz. And it's all of those. Can you can you because those cars have and then also a lot of top it, end too? Do you feel a difference? I didn't have enough. You, you, you didn't have road. I didn't have enough road. Yeah. You know, I didn't have enough road. Frankly, you know, I had enough road to just discern that this car is extremely fast and it works. Like it does work. You know, they're doing like look at that. Fucking B- Timmy, get off the internet. That BMW. <laughs> that was racing me. at the historic. That is pull that up just because it's so pretty. They had an M1 and, and one that of those CSLs. The, that at the is the prettiest goddamn thing I have ever seen. But uh, so that the but the car is really fast. Hypercar development out of uh, out of North Carolina, and 
even crazier, it's a spider retractable hardtop car with a functional roll cage in it, and the top goes around the cage. Wow. So we, you drove it with the top down, but the cage... I saw the cage in your shot. That's yeah. really cool that the top works yeah. around it, though. And it's got a weird kill switch in it. Um, you just jump out and say, fuck? No, there's like a special way to start it that's like weird, uh, and it shoots fire. Obviously, it shoots fire, because, mm. you know... why? And it has a fucking air brake. It has a proper wing, hydraulic air brake, and when it flips up, there's a big stop sign on the wing. That's it's great. That's awesome. great. It's very cool. It's got it has one of them little Formula One fog lights, and there's no more trunk because there's the P1 nose, and the, the air goes through the nose like the 4GT with the P1 nose. I mean, this is like the kit is uh, – uh, Timmy, pull up. It's uh, it's called uh, Tri-Boost, T-R-I, obviously, Boost, McLaren. Uh, 650 or McLaren Spider or something like that. Hypercar Development is the name of the company. Um, you won't, you, you'll know when you see it. it's got a giant wing on it. Um, it's just, it's real crazy. You know, you, it, 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 it sounds like a turbo engine is getting its teeth drilled with a dentist drill. It's <laughs> the extra sound. That's awesome. That looks like the GT3 car. That's, race That's car. not it. That's a race car. Also has a giant wing. Um, I like the way those look. I like the 650. Uh, I was talking to Patrick Stevenson yesterday, and he was he likes the MP4 original design mm. more than the 650 and the redesigned nose. And I, I kind of do too. I do not. I They're getting cheaper though. They're getting around 100 They're, grand. Yeah, the, some of the repairs on those. Oof. This kit. So this this kit for the uh, the truck the, is 110,000 plus a donor car, but he said you can get like some salvage title ones. You know, for like seventy five, eighty, and you can fix twenty five or thirty grand worth of shit. And for two twenty, you can have into a get into a car that has twelve hundred horsepower. That's your goal for next March. You get your year anniversary, and you <laughs> and you find a salvage McLaren. Uh, um, probably not a good idea. The, I think I think it makes perfect fiscal sense. Nothing will go wrong. <laughs> so then, this company also makes uh, they make like an eight hundred kit too. That's like just it's basically like pipes. Is that for the children? Is that for that's like for power pu- wheels? That's for the huge <laughs> pussies. Oh, that's it, Tim. To- second picture from the left on top. That. No, that's wow. a P one. Never mind. Sorry, it looks like a fucking P one though. Oh. It's got like a six seven five LT body kit on it. Have you you haven't driven a P one, right? No, I never have. This I I couldn't I couldn't tell you. Then I could tell you that nine eighteen was insane. They're real crazy. Uh, you know, it's if it's like that, it's mm-hmm. insane too. You know? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm so curious what the experience is like of like a P1, which comes out of the box this way. Everything's engineered for this much power. It has this kind of delivery. And then you get a company like Hyperfast or whoever else that builds something to the same power level. Yeah. Delivery by a different system. Like, you know, people because people will look at that and they'll go, oh, it's a budget P1. Why would you buy a P1? I'm curious what what you feel the difference is. Well, a budget P1 means a fifth the price of a car that costs a million and a half. Right. We're, we're we're playing in huge numbers. Oh no, point. I know we are. But you know, the I think oh, I think the guy, comment. the customer that paid to have this car developed, uh, the car I drove, it wanted a time attack car, and so this is a real crazy time attack car. Yep. He doesn't need it to be practical. He doesn't need it to be anything but real fucking fast for five and a half minutes at mm-hmm. a time. Which, uh, you know, they just took it on a road trip, so it's it's fine. It's not what I'd call comfortable, uh, from a because it's got racing seats and harnesses and a cage, and it's, you know, uh, claustrophobic. It's a little claustrophobic in there, but like 
it rides beautifully. It's not it, it's not overly you know those McLarens they ride unbelievable. Oh yeah, you ever, you ever been in one of them? No, Tyler. No, we got to get you in a McLaren. There, I mean, <laughs> even Jack the, Nicholas edition. Yeah, there we Jack go. Nicholas. It's got wood paneling on it. it <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Even uh, even the quote crappy McLarens are very very fast and very very fun. The 570 GT was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I drove that across Germany. It's the it's shit. Like, whoa, yeah, that's the slow just, one. I know. The, that you take people in the 570 GT and to any normal human being, that's the fastest thing they've ever driven and, and or been in or been around. And like, then you go, this is the slowest thing they make. And then their mind are blown. It's crazy. Yeah. But it, but it rides, it rides so good. Yeah. This was like that. It's just, it's just a shitload of power. You know, it's a, it's a ton of power, it's but it was, li- it was limited um, by, a, they said, you know, they said not to over to rev it over a certain thing. Cause I wasn't, they're still, they're still tuning it. There was admittedly not finished, but it does work. So that's cool. Um, speaking of over revving, so I was <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was talking. I was talking to Patrick. I did Motor Affair podcast last night, and some guy hit him up to offer a trade. This guy has an E30 wagon that he wide bodied, S54 swapped, and you know, and it, it looks really cool. good. And then you start really looking at the engine photos, and he's running no uh, no air filter at oh. all. He's running open ITBs, which is not a good idea. No hood. <laughs> and then no hood. in the post, he says. I got this ECU and it revs to nine and a half, and no, it doesn't, because that the car's stock redline is like eight grand, mm-hmm. and this and and so Patrick emails him. He's like, "Oh, did you change out like some internals? You must have like stiffened up some valve springs, or whatever." And the guy's like, "No, I just I just raised the limiter from these, from these guys. It'll just go to 95." And he, Patrick looked it up, and there's uh like 87 ish. I think he he read the valve shims will start to unseat themselves in that car. And this guy's going seven past that and asking a lot of money for this vehicle on Craigslist right now. Like he wants almost 30 grand. Oh God. Um, yeah. It seems like a really bold. Tie bomb. Expensive. Oh, completely. I just like get, get away from this project. Oh my God. We have uh, we had a bunch of Facebook questions, we do. didn't we? We okay. do. Oh wait, before that, I want to finish up Pebble Beach. So, so other than <laughs> other than staying in a garden shed, which yes. I don't think is good consumer advice, although it's good video, if that's your goal. We'll we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> might be good video. <laughs> Maybe. Um, what are some of the other fun things you found for free or very cheap at Pebble Beach to do? Uh, the Monterey Historics are normally over a hundred dollars, I think, for the ticket on Saturday. If you go on Thursday, it's only thirty bucks. And oh. you get to see the first day of practice where most of these guys haven't driven these cars hard in like a year. And they're braking and they're trying to figure out how to kiss kiss it. Fix it. What am I saying? Kiss how it. How to kiss it. Yeah, kiss it. How to fix it and just throwing a wrench yeah, at it and getting really pissed it. off. That sounds uh, fun. Yeah. But it's, you, it's track time. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still on the track yeah, just yeah, driving yeah. the shit out of it. But it's yeah. it's cheap. All right. Um, is, it, is it a lot less crowded too? Yes. I'm sure. No yes. Like, no I, there, right? I got to walk right up to do the the Land Rover off-road drive thing. They were actually begging people to come do it, which if they... Did you rec- have to park in a reasonable place, too? Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. So we walked right in, yeah. They, 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 last Range Rover, I almost, I almost rolled it when I drove it. So, it was, you know, <laughs> I was glad to redeem myself. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's all the vendor booths are setting up. Some of them are going. Um, also, the... I think the best bargain of the bunch as far as the classic car auctions is Bonham's because it's only 20 bucks to get the wristband and go and watch. And it... Uh, they had the, the 95 McLaren F1, the first street legal mm. one that sold for $15 million, 15 six or whatever. Oh, did you get to watch that? Yeah. It's wow. like it's, it's exciting when it goes for big numbers mm-hmm. like that, isn't it? When it crosses like a million and then it crosses like – then they start going in increments of 
What did they open the bid with for that? I, yeah, I don't remember. I bet it went one, two, three, four. And I wouldn't be surprised if they opened the bid less than five. Five, six, seven. Yeah, I mean, it, it was going off. up by the million for yeah. a bid, I'm sure. Right. I saw one like that where they jumped two million for a minute. It was crazy. But it's, and then they won't even do like like the smallest increment. It's like 50,000. Mm-hmm. It's like the a whole Corvette. Is the smallest increment you can go. I mean, on I'm by. sure you can call out. You can be like, "I'll do fifteen million five hundred One guy tried six. to split that once, and the auctioneer at RM like made fun of him. Yes, really? <laughs> yes, they do that. Yeah, the Gooding one especially. Really, five hundred dollars on a million dollar car? Are you? Fucking, you, want, you see him just going? Are you fucking serious? He made yeah. fun of him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't fuck around. Yeah. That one, and I saw the guy make fun of a woman, she who was like. Like on the phone with waving someone, like, hey. waving at someone, trying to get them to come to their seat. And she was like, "Ma'am, ma'am, you're at an auction. If you wave, you might buy a Ferrari." Yeah, and it's interesting that you know at these crappy dealer auctions I go to for five hundred dollar cars. It's really the same kind of attitudes and setups that these guys spending they million get dollars. Quite as drunk. This, uh, they're <laughs> they're car dealers, so they're usually hammered all day. I mean, that's yeah. It's a it's a mess. Um, that's cool. That's cool though. Those auctions, the, the auctions are actually were some my favorite part. I think of uh, of Monterey, sitting and watching that stuff, watching those people get drunk and spend money. It's yeah, real fun. Mm-hmm. You got to get the bidders pass though. When you get a bidders pass, they treat you different than when you get a media pass. When I went with my old man and he got us bidders passes, I, I really enjoyed that because they look at you like you're not a piece of shit the way they do when you're like a media pass. It's weird. Yeah, they, no, they makes corral sense. you in the back. They know, of the media pass. If you have media pass, they know you have no money. <laughs> and it, right. It's the complete opposite ends yeah, of no the financial spectrum. Both. Well, right. and it's if you do have a bidder's pass, especially with these cars, it's like it's perfectly acceptable to go up to this fifteen million dollar McLaren, open up the door, and look yeah. inside. Yeah, which you you know you get tased if you did that in a museum, you know, or anywhere else. Same mm-hmm. with parking, like. There's people. I'm I'm on a golf course in Monterey, parking my car, and there's people just casually driving over the greens of this golf course yeah. and just like yeah they just expect i'm just waiting for fun. someone to get it wrong going to sand trap though <laughs> yeah over here for the stadium for uh rose bowl they all of the parking for the rose bowls on the golf course like every time there's an event they park thousands of cars on the golf course weird i'm like how do, i don't even know how this course survives this summer yeah i thought they had a parking lot for the rose bowl it's just overflow I, I didn't really. They might. It's if they do, it's real small. And okay. if they're filling this thing up anywhere near capacity, there's cars on the golf course. Wow. Like a mile. Yeah, I feel. I always kind of. You almost feel bad for the golf course a little bit, but not really. Eh, I mean, it's eh, grass. Whatever. Like, really, <laughs> it's you know, if you're parking on human beings or zebras, sure. Imagine how much money they fucking make. That pebble, how yeah. much Pebble Beach golf links makes. Because their day rate's like five hundred, so you want to put cars on it for a weekend? Yeah, you're like we're gonna have to re- resod this whole. Uh, that's whole... a that's a business. Yes, that's a good one. That's Just the, the parking lots are you know like the quail. What? How much is a ticket to the quail? You know, I think it's it's quail's like four hundred maybe, yeah. and five hundred, and the like the Concorso Italiano is two hundred, and you could just go and. Parking lots. These guys spend yeah. two, four hundred dollars for tickets. You go I'll tell you what, room. though, as someone who has been to the Quail, I someone invited me. I didn't pay for the ticket, right. and I got to go. It's open bar, and it's oh, if you like drinking and cars, it, it is really nice because it's open bar. It's open oysters. When I really? there, when I there's giant vendors of oysters. I mean, it is some re- truly decadent shit. Mm. It's champagne and mojitos and Chateaubriand and oysters, and there's a lot of it. So if you go, 
if you go Roman snacking there, you could basically knock the price down to three hundred. The you price can eat value and drink could potentially bucks, no be huge. Potentially, yeah. yeah. If you're a supreme baller, they offer a supreme baller helicopter service back and forth to Laguna Seca. That's right. I've, I've heard of that. Supreme. Baller. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> if anybody's listening, I'll I'll take that invitation. You know? <laughs> yeah, I've never been on that chopper, but that's the that's the way to do it, I think. But uh, it's if if you can swing the ticket. <laughs> or have a hookup, it's worth it for the champagne and oysters if you're prepared to go hard. <laughs> <laughs> they do offer a bunch of test drives and stuff. You can do, I mean, not at the same time as the champagne, obviously, but you could. they do Aston and Jag and Porsche all have test drive. Yeah, uh, McLaren and Lamborghini like were doing it too. Were they also? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 A lot of cars get sold that weekend, I'm sure. Yeah. But we, are, we did. We bought my mom a Jaguar there? at Pebble Beach. We oh, ordered shit. it. Yeah, we ordered it from Pebble Beach, and it was shipped to the to Jaguar of White Plains. I didn't know that. In three days, they made the, they made a fucking F type appear. In three days, it was wow. amazing. It was so very good cool. spec. That's yeah, a good, that's a well it was a pretty card car too. Well, yeah. it was well card. Um, questions on Facebook. Questions on Facebook. Uh, this is from Matt. Um, I've noticed you and a lot of your guests lease cars. What are the financial personal preferences for that versus buying? Uh, I will preface this by saying that in my most recent leasing adventure with the Focus RS, I have made a poor decision because I'm pretty much stuck with the car no matter what, and which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it as a car, but it, it physically hurts my back to drive it because I have a fucked spine and the seating position is not, not right. So I'm now screwed with a car. It's kind of an expensive lease. Uh, the benefits are if you own your own small business, you can have a company car and it's tax deductible and stuff like that. And if you make a lot of money that is not taxed ahead of time, you need deductions like a company car to not have to pay a bunch of taxes. So it's one of those situations where either I lease myself something or the government takes the money. And so, I, I, so that's that's it. If you don't own a small business, or you, especially a small business involving cars like us, um, it makes sense. But ask right. your accountant if leasing a car is right for you. That's Bingo. what that's what I did. My accountant in Chicago, who was amazing, said I should lease myself a car. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Um, why don't you Why don't you buy a cheap V twelve R one twenty nine and then show Matt what he's missing? I it's sort of a been there done that I'd certainly be open to it if one popped up really cheap but we were talking about this a little bit driving to lunch how I love the hydraulic suspension on those things and of course the V12 is most so smooth but the uh, upkeep I mean it's like three times what uh, 500 would be and I I get it it's it's, it's not worth it to most people uh, but I, it's just really freaking cool I I definitely own one for sure If you were a glutton for punishment which yes. you are yes then it's certainly worth it if you are not a glutton for punishment and you sit in traffic all day, as you witnessed today. Yeah, fuck it. V8's mm -hmm. fine. V8's fine. <laughs> um, if you had to sell everything you have right now except for one car, what would you keep? The Man, if I was keeping one to drive, then, you know, the sentimentality with my grandmother's car that she gave me when I was 16, I would keep that for sure. Right. Uh, the, the car that I really enjoy driving the most is that S600 or the Cayenne Turbo. I put a bunch of miles on that Cayenne Turbo. It's awesome. Cayenne Turbo could be a well-rounded uh, one car does it all kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fast enough to have fun in. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um, if money were no object, what would be the ultimate hoopty? 
that you'd want to add to the fleet. No, how, not, what the fuck? How does it? If money were no object, right. what would be the ultimate hoopty? So, the point of a hoopty is money is a, a huge object. Right. It's the object. It's just Otherwise, more hoopties. It it's not one car. It's more. Just otherwise, spreads out. you're buying a car, not a hoopty. More hoopties. Oh, a, a new car. I just, I just don't. It just doesn't do anything for me. I just I just feel sick. I did it once. I bought a new GTI, and I came out okay after a year. But that I just I came out okay. I, I mean, you know, I no, I did. I bought it for twenty three, and I sold it a year later for eighteen. wasn't too bad. The but, I don't think that's the point of the question. If I'm under, if I if I were to guess the point of the question, I would say like like an expensive project car yeah. like mm. i think you know what i mean like find a fucking 300 th- sl a 308 with a toasted engine and put in a longitudinal ls swap with a transaxle and make exactly. your own 288 yeah. gto the the dream trifecta for me is the 300 sl gold wing finding one of those like an unrestored like the jay leno's candy apple red one that he the found red and one, put yeah. together uh i love duesenberg's I love, huh. love, love Duesenbergs. I could look at Duesenbergs for hours and You're hours. in luck because they're getting cheaper by the day. I, oh, I feel like that they're not going to – inflation is going to go up, and these are just going to stay the same. And then, you know, a million dollars isn't going to seem like too much. There's there's a few years. enough Duesenbergs and enough high-profile collectors that it's going to be tough to get one of those in an affordable price in our lifetime. But the second-tier stuff, like Packards yeah. and – it's just stuff that like no one thinks about. That's one tier down from a Duesenberg. Yeah. That stuff will be yeah, affordable. Yeah, Packard Straight Eight. Yeah, that, I mean, even, it's even starting to happen with like Cadillacs and stuff. Like mm-hmm. the young, younger generation, myself included, just doesn't really care or have the space or whatever to to keep a car like that. And so you can get some dope shit yeah. from the '30s and '40s for like nothing. Um, yeah. We should all start buying. God, when that building is up. I'm going to have some shit from the 40s. <laughs> or, I don't know. Like one of them cool Chryslers from the 50s or something. I, I had a 48 New Yorker that I really? sold for my dealership. That yeah, was great. Did yeah. you dr- enjoy driving it? I did. Yeah. It had, it had a, it called it a Spitfire inline, a straight eight. Yeah. Which, a Spitfire is British, but it's an American engine. Why they called it a Spitfire, I don't know. Did but it I, shoot fire? No. That could be why. No. no. I sold it on Bring a Trailer, actually. And I had a 41 Buick. That was my favorite. Those were for a old. Did you? Was it, is it enjoyable to drive that? Yes, because yeah, it was a compound carburetor, uh, so dual carb straight eight. So it actually got up and went and kept up with normal traffic and everything. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't a bother unless I needed to hit on the brakes hard, and then I was screwed. Mm-hmm. But but it was still a, a great car. Uh, I really want to get some stuff in the fifties to roll to Pebble Beach, and that's yeah. I, it's got to be old, right? Yeah, it's got to be old. maybe have some with some fins. Yeah, fins a Packard Caribbean. Great. I love those. Yeah. That stuff and like Studebakers and shit. Like I feel like this stuff is is going to become affordable because there's just a, a lot of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. tons of them. Um, Markets drinking. Uh, yeah, there's uh, the Packard. There's a Packard. Yeah, that's not the kind of Packard I was talking about. That's is, is honestly as far as Packards go, that's kind of an ugly Packard. That's very family. <laughs> but I family do. You've seen my car. I like the weird, ugly. That is strange weird. Stuff. That's a weird, unfortunate Packard. I'm I'm thinking more like go like from the. Like see that gold one up top, Tim? Yeah, that. I'm thinking I'm thinking that guy. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's well, not a great not a great picture, but that that's the that's the era I'm talking about. The but, the other one was basically someone who was on their way to a Bel Air dealership. Financing and they were like, All right, we'll go go to the bathroom. We can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Chrysler Furies are awesome. The real goal oh, is, yeah, is to do theory. some like get some Randy Grubb 
you know, blast. You know Randy Grubb? He uh, he makes Jay Leno's tank car. You know that thing? It looks okay. like a big Monopoly car. Yeah. Blastoline is the name mm-hmm. of the company. He's like my favorite hot rodder ever because he's just an insane person and builds like these Alice in Wonderland hot I rods. I saw him sell one at Barrett Jackson, I think, years ago. Could be. There yeah, the blue, the blue one, mm-hmm. right? There, uh, it was like... Was it Decaliner? Not the deck. The Decaliner was the RV. I did a tuned episode about the motorhome, which is the coolest fucking. Uh, Timmy, pull up the, the Blastoline Deco Liner. Um, it is the coolest motorhome that has ever existed because you could drive it from the roof. Like it had. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember. Look at that shit. Mm-hmm. So cool. That has a. Gorgeous. It's got like. On t- you can drive it from the normal position or you can go up on the roof and drive it up there. And up top, there's like a, a cockpit of like a it's like a boat and yeah you're like you're driving a it's boat really well done though it's, it's the really coolest cool. thing you have ever seen go to find a couple other pictures very Tim, steve zisu submarine huh. you know willy wonka go to the yeah uh, left left of that there's the top deck view more more left more left more left there so that's the top look at that the steering look at that floor. wheel the steering wheel is not attached but that <laughs> what a floor you drive it from the roof it's so sick God, I love Randy Grubb. Genius. He is so smart and Genius. awesome. Um, I want to drive anything that guy builds. Anything. Uh, we have, oh, go down, Tim. There's the cockpit. The The inside cockpit view is very cool, too. So look, look see that. there. So with, see what's going on in this one is what you do is there's a shaft that it latches onto the ceiling. And you pull it down and you pop the steering wheel off and just click the shaft onto this hub and then you bring the steering wheel upstairs with you and click it on up there and that's how you steer from the roof it's it's so simple and then you can someone can sit in this seat that's normally the driver's seat and like it'll be like the thing is just driving that's, itself I mean, the steering column like all the metalwork is so gorgeous the shape of everything it's so good is there a lot of pl- you drove it with, on, from the top mm-hmm. is there a lot of a lot of players that pretty tight. I mean, it's a big bus, yeah. you know, so I don't have I, what I don't have is. Yeah, look, there's see someone driving it from the roof. So, like your, I don't have any frame of reference. Like your Fox body before you figured out that <laughs> it was the, <laughs> the steering. Is, I remember yeah. you t- I think you wrote yeah, about it. I did. <laughs> I, so I've never driven a standard whatever the fuck that is. Um, so I don't know, but it but it is just it is the most look at, the, look at that interior. So good. Pull that up. That is. That is fucking glorious. It's like a mechanical whale. Glorious interior. Oh, really I want you just you just that's your Burning Man vehicle. Oh, man. completely. Live yeah. in, cruise mm. in. Totally. You'd be the king. That is yeah. so good. Yeah. That it looks like a blimp that just drives on the ground. That's that's amazing. That's badass. Uh, what else you got? Um, last one would be like a used car industry question. Uh, it, can anything be done to fix the broken used car market? It's full of sleazy salesmen, crappy cars, and people trying to pull one over everybody. Just because you work there, <laughs> you can say no. You can say no comment. I plead the fifth. Well, I mean, there, there's, there's the CarMax setups. There's, there's a lot of that. The Auto Nations and everything else. Um, I, I think, I mean, you, you sort of get what you pay for. I mean, if you're, if you're really a bargain hunter and and you're wanting to dig around, then then you just got to be more careful. But if you're going to want that high quality of service and and uh, you know really good cars that are going to check out and warranty warranty out the wazoo, you're going to pay for it. 
and and I, a lot of people just aren't willing to pay for it. They're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna go on Craigslist and find the cheapest one they can, and it's just, I mean it's just like the airlines. They click on whatever's the cheapest airline, not the one that offers the best service. And I, I think that's just the way it's always gonna be, right? Good point. The, the, the buyers want the cheapest car they can get, but the, but they they want excellent service. <laughs> Where'd you found and, my picture from five sellers, years ago? Oh my gosh! And you know the sellers are gonna. <laughs> Why would they? Why would they cater to to the customer in a perfect way if they're not getting the money that they want? What will it take for you today? Getting this fine? Is that Obama? Yeah, that's pretty good Photoshop. That's a pretty good Photoshop indeed. Yeah. No, dude. As long I mean, there's 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 too many opportunities to be shady. Mm -hmm. Too many opportunities. I've actually I've never been burned by paying a higher than expected price for like a better than expected product Mm -hmm. like that minivan i bought like i paid two grand probably more than i should have but like i got the two-year extra warranty and the the thing was like perfect yeah it's true and i just had never it was never a headache it was never an issue yeah not and that there may be like maybe the reality that not people not everyone can afford that luxury of of paying away that that headache but well, yeah. Some exactly of the it. the vans I saw that were cheaper, like, were rough. So they looked kind of rough. What are you going to do? You know? That I think that kind of plays into the, you shouldn't, like, it's better to buy the fully loaded version of the cheaper car than the stripper version of the nicer one. Like, if you're going to go to use car dealership, don't don't stretch for something you really want. If uh, And if you feel like it's not going to be that well put together, it'd be better to go, oh, man, I'd, I'd love to get a 5 Series. But if I get a 5 Series for $7,000, like, oh, this salesman's gonna fuck me over it's like no you're fucking yourself over like you yeah. get a camry and it's gonna be awesome and it will always work right the the financing is a little tough because they do get people financing way over their head yeah uh, it's and subprime it's, lending and strange interest moves in the back like that's a difference nobody subject, ever thinks sure. about insurance how much more it's gonna be with the car they bought that's only three years old and everything else and then once the total once the total bill comes they're just they're just buried and i've i've seen that i'd like the the first person I ever sold a car to when I moved from CarMax to, to the Chevy dealership was a guy who walked up and he said, I want this truck. And I was like, do you want to test drive it? No, I want it. This was the first person I ever walked up and talked to. He had $10,000 in negative equity on his trade. This was back before General Motors Bank went bankrupt and everything else. They rolled it in. He bought it full sticker, didn't say a word, high interest rate. I made 1500 bucks my first day, first person I ever walked you know, talked to, and he was buried in that truck for the next six seven years he was never going to get out of it and Jeez. i it was i that was pretty shady i guess but i went to ultimate electronics and bought a plasma screen thinking that was going to happen every day and it didn't happen the second day or the third day or the fourth day and so you know i was stupid with my money too that's great <laughs> circle of life yeah. wow you still got the plasma no it died yeah zenith <laughs> yep it's funny you both learned a lesson that day yes do 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 I don't know. I've yeah, I've, I've dealt with a lot of shady guys, but I also I know a lot of I know a lot of chill car salesmen that are really like into their product and you know knowledgeable and they're not total shitbags. Mm-hmm. Generally, they're selling new cars <laughs> in general, but I don't know. That's oh, that's that's a that's a uh, that's a favorite meme. Too. Oh, that's that's where that Photoshop we saw came from with Obama. Yeah, yep. yeah, same hand to me. Um, well, thanks for coming in, Tyler. Good time. Yeah, thank you. This is, like I said, this is a crazy whirlwind experience as far as how where I'm at now and being able to do this with you. It's just really an honor. So no, it's, I appreciate no, it's it. It's cool to have you. It's cool to have you on uh, on the, in the video show this morning, which uh, the, that video will 
not be out by the time this podcast goes out. There's a couple more videos, but I did drive the C36 and it was nice. Uh, handled well and made, makes nice noises and it was all kinds of fun. And uh, what's your uh, what's up next for you? Where are you heading from here? I'll fly back to Wichita and get back to work uh, on the day job and more videos catching up on the Hoopty Fleet that I haven't seen in almost two weeks. And Drive that shit. Yeah, exactly. How many dead batteries are you going to be looking at? Yeah, are you on tenders? It's, it, no, no. It's usually wintertime when that happens. And, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a, you know Russian roulette of starting the cars when you get back. Well, what are you going to get? And the driveway is like a abstract painting of fluids. What's <laughs> leaking, you know, and the little CSI of, okay, that leak, who do you think it came from? Like what cars were in the driveway earlier. Follow it back under the other cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you coming in. It was fun. Uh, plug it one more time. Hoovy'sGarage.com. Where else? And Autotrader.com slash Oversteer. Slash Oversteer with Doug Demuro. Oh, Doug. Doug says hi, by the he way. He has an open... I, I say hi right back. Doug has an... Uh, he knows uh, as well as I do. He has an open invite anytime he's in town to come on in, as, as do you, my friend. Thank you. Safe travels. Enjoy your C36. It is a lovely vehicle. And uh, before we bid you farewell, the Smoking Tire Podcast, we must remind you, is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at ShoutEngine.com. All you need is a great internet connection like we finally have. Finally! Only five years later. And, uh, yeah, and then you might want a microphone also and maybe something to say. But based on some of our shows, maybe also not. It doesn't really matter sometimes. See you all later. Hoovy'sGarage.com. Check it out. Peace out.